A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine, located at 845 State Road 207, or give them a call at 217-3778, or visit whalenbaymarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, nitro, sun tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Welcome to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter, Captain Kirk Waltz. Morning, buddy. Good morning. Another beautiful day in paradise. It is. And uh, special guest. Special guest. Rock star. Yeah. Hollywood. Hollywood. Captain Ricky Papour in the house. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Chris Wayne spinning the hit. Yo. <laughs> yeah, can we get rid of this, uh, you know, let's bring what? back the old song, you know. Don't song. start. This song's terrible. I will. I will. <laughs> What's cut your, your opinion, mic? Ricky? I love it. I do too. I'm go. sorry, but I, I, I like it. So stir him up. I got to yeah. stir him and up. Since, and yeah. since I'm the one controlling things, yeah, exactly. He's I the, love it. He's the controller. Therefore, yeah. therefore, enjoy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether you like it or not, listen and weep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Uh huh. The tail is wagging a dog again. <laughs> oh, oh funny guy good Chris. good stuff yeah good stuff so weird weird weather again yeah i mean yeah. up and down and up and down how about yesterday i mean i think it blew at mayport 40 knots yeah i it, i looked outside a couple times I, I i was at the house and i was like damn the trees were sideways you know oh, yeah. there were some gusts coming through there i was like wow didn't get much rain though no, it spit a couple yeah. times. I walked the dog I, yesterday I, I'd have afternoon. I got my late. yard wet, you know, which was which was good. The but. the largest amount of rainfall we got was right at dark last night, and it came down for about ten minutes. Yeah, that. you must have had one of those cells come over your house. Or yeah, something. and that was it. Hmm. But the wind was strong enough to knock all the dog on. What do you call those? Oh things? yes, the pine trees all over my driveway this morning. The little miniature pine cones. Yeah, yeah. man, they're all over the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my. My place, too. It was funny you should say that. I walked outside this morning. I'm like, oh, got to be kidding me. Now, the one relief is for those folks out there that are allergy sufferers, this might be a blessing in disguise, you know. Yeah. It, it Hopefully, it dusted these pine trees and knocked all these cones out, and uh, they, they'll suffer less. everywhere. My whole yard's covered with moss. I, I, I turned around. I went out the backyard <laughs> this morning just 
shining the lights for deer or whatever. Right. And I saw the whole, instead of being green, it is all moss covered. It's like, uh, oh. uh, and I was, but the good news is, is that I just built a rake or like a, like a, I built it specifically for that. It goes behind my tractor. Really? Yeah. That's cool. That's what I've been doing all week. I've been working in, you know, my buddy has a welding shop and I've yeah. been working with him. And I, I built a, like a three-point hitch for a drag harrow. Cool. And now I can pick the moss up and drop it where I want instead of it coming out when it wants to. Yeah. There's not anything you can really do with moss, is there? I mean, burn, burn it. it. And yeah. it stinks. To, it's it's yeah. terrible to pick up. I was picking it up by hand, and yeah, it's like, yeah. it's, it takes like yeah. two days. And you know, I, growing up, I, I I never realized how bad it is for your trees. Yeah. You know, moss is, is it's a Spanish moss. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's really Oh, I grew up with really, it. And really it, bad for you. It, yeah, it South would, Carolina. Yeah. Golly, it would cover the trees. Right. Cover them. Yeah, I was. Uh, we made forts with it. By the way, it's full of chickers, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As kids, we knew that. As kids, we knew that. Yeah, yeah. It's... We would string ropes, like take ropes and make a square with ropes, uh-huh. yep. and then just drape the moss and make like little forts with it. They say uh-huh. the, the moss in the trees does not have chickers, just the moss on the ground. I did not know that. I, I don't know that that's a fact. Right. I've just heard that, that. that. That sounds like another one of my dad's things. Yeah. 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 Go yeah. figure. Again, what was it he told me? Let's see. It was, we had a thunderstorm in January. So that meant a freeze in April. Oof. Okay. And then. Sounds like my dad. And, and then what, there's something happened in February. Oh, a robin showed up at his yard. And he said, early robins means an early spring. So I texted him back and I said, hang on now. <laughs> he said, are we, having, are we having a freeze in April or are we having an early spring? Either you know? way, he wins. <laughs> yeah, either way, he wins. Too yeah, again, we talked about it all the time. We need a freeze in January to kill the mosquitoes. Look, yep. but it don't, it don't kill no damn mosquitoes. That is, it, it, that, that does not happen. My no. dad would look at, he'd be mm-hmm. sitting on the couch and my uncles would all be talking. He'd go, yep, it's pretty bad up there. Jump in the river to get out the rain. And they'd all look at each other like, what did he just say? <laughs> Jump in the river to get out of the rain. What? Why would you do that? My dad goes, that's what my dad said. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they, they have go some, figure. Yeah. Go, go, go figure. So I think that that's so. Uh, Pretty funny, but yeah, I was uh, I was having having coffee early morning up at up at the property, and and as I sit on the couch, I look down the driveway and watch the deer and turkeys mm. cross the road and stuff, and just all of a sudden, I was like, you know, like what? I said somebody must be burning because I mean, it, it like like this cloud, you know. I thought it was literally it was I thought it was smoke, and I walked outside and it was a gust of wind in the pine trees. It was pollen. Mm. Oh wow! I, I was like, oh no! I mean, it's unreal. I was like, you know. So yeah, when you you know, and you're, you, whenever we first bought up there, I I literally hardly could turkey hunt because I was it, it was it was so different. You know, the stuff that's blooming there and stuff that blooms here. You know, when you grow up in Florida. Uh, you know, you become immune to a lot of stuff. You yeah, know, I'll tear your sinuses up. Yeah, and 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 I've you know done what the old timers tell you to do. You know, eat the local honey. You know, mm-hmm. because it, yeah. it helps your immune system. And 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 I don't have any problems now at all. Oh. You know, Carrie Carrie gets some itchy eyes and, and and stuff like that still from up there. But but for the most part now, I mean, I I, I literally it would shut my eyes. And and I could I couldn't quit coughing. I mean, it was terrible, um, but I don't I don't 
I don't get it at all anymore. Now we've been there since 2006, so yeah, you know, you you do become kind of immune to it. But uh, there was there was something different, you know, in, in the springtime that bloomed that just kicked my rear end. So Why? tell tell me about the bass fishing. I, I know you were going to you sent a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so here's here's the funny thing. Um, it's it's just a, it's a hair early, but not you know it's just it, it, I'm 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 about ten days a week maybe. But anyway, um, had had my chairs out there and had my big shiner on there and and um, I it was six seven minutes before dark, which is perfect. All of a sudden the, the court the court just says, Whoop! I mean just and, and that, that I know that that's not that ain't the shiner because he's he's halfway dead by now. Yeah, that's know? the bite you want. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I I had to carry the phone. I said, you know, I said, here we go, you know, and I sat down on him and and. Uh, for some reason, and and you guys know this as well as anybody, um, my pop, the my braid popped, just oh. like just oh. like like thread, you know. Had a little nick on it somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. So I'm like that gummit, you know. Anyway, pulled up and next day, I'm out there, I'm looking around, getting ready to. I've got my other rod all rigged up, and I see my cork. It's on the other side of the pond. <laughs> So I run in, I grab a spinning rod, and I'm trying to find something. So I find a rattle trap. And so, and, and by the way, I've done this before. This is, this is the second time this has happened to me. I, I, I caught the other one. The other one ate another shiner. And I got that on video. So I run around there. I'm not trying to catch the bass. I'm trying to catch the float, yep. you know. And, and it, 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 when, they're, when they're moving like that, you, dude, they move so slow. You know they're just creeping along, and and at this particular uh, part of the pond is probably about three feet deep, and it's getting closer, getting closer, and I it, it got close enough. To, I wanted to throw past it, and and bring the rattle trap to it, mm-hmm. and and I made a perfect cast. You know, I'd say fifteen feet past the court. Come, got the rod up high, right? A real, real, real. Get, I, I get about five feet from the from the float, and that float goes. I mean, as fast as anything you've ever seen. I guess the, I don't know if the rattle trap spooked her, or or what. But something, something. She did not like that rattle trap at all. I mean, she just took off like a dart and came up on the other side of the of the, not the other side, but out in the middle where I couldn't get to her anymore. And I went out the next morning, which we were leaving. And again, it was cold, so she was probably somewhere deep. Um, but I'll, I'll catch her this week. Yeah, I'll, I'll catch her this week. But it, it, it was funny. The last time that happened to me, I I, I, I didn't see the cork. And, I, again, I was shiner fishing. And all of a sudden, it, it's like Jaws. You know, you can't go down with two barrels. You know what I mean? All of a sudden, you know, it, 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 I, had, I had my cork out there. And all of a sudden, I see the old cork pop up. And I'm like, what the heck? And all of a sudden, it just starts, like, beelining right from my bait. And I'm going no way, and and uh, she ate that bait, and this was only like three days later, and she ate that bait, and I and I caught her and got got everything back, got the hook out of her, out of both cords. Uh, oh yeah, that's yep. funny. That's a good story. <laughs> yeah, at least they're yeah. predictable, you yeah. know. Oh yeah. yeah, what else they're gonna do, right? Exactly. Yeah, I mean they got nowhere to go. But I've seen that yeah. out here on the on the intercoastal, mm-hmm. you know, where you go to a spot, especially if you're guiding, and you're fishing day after day back to back, and you cork fish and mm-hmm. you lose a cork and or a, or a rig or a mm-hmm. jig or something like that and you go back the next day and 
you know, it's not it's not normal. It's not the norm, but it does happen. Yeah, I, I um uh, I was fishing. As a matter of fact, I was fishing around um, twenty eight, and I got on a bite of reds. And this was April, and I'll never forget. I caught a thirty two inch red, all beat up, all nasty, you know, just big old red. But I took pictures of her with the, my folks. Went back there the next day, caught the same fish. Yeah, wow. cool. and, and 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 matched it up to the picture to where it was it was absolutely her, you yeah. know. And, and like yeah. I said, it was she, it's not like she was in beautiful shape and had one spot. She had a a bunch of a bunch of spots on her, and, and yeah, it was a it was the same fish. She it, she she didn't learn her lesson. The first only thing. time I've ever done that is 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 bottom fishing. I've never done it with like a you know fish that moves around. Mm-hmm. So, Schulte, brother James, and I were and 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 brother Dave. We're fishing a kingfish tournament, and we started at the rip in St. Augustine mm-hmm. and broke a fish off. And it was, we were, you know, just uh, it, uh, totally upset. I mean, made a good run, seemed like a nice fish. Went to the captain's house, got on a bite of small fish, and James was like, let's go back to the inlet. Went back to the inlet caught that fish she had her my rig in her mouth yeah that's funny yep wow yep yep caught, caught ended up and, and weighed that fish that fish was like 27 28 pounds and it was a two-day tournament so yeah it was, it was it was it was definitely the biggest fish that we caught all day and yeah it had it had our it had my, my rig in its mouth interesting so, sometimes they just don't they're not as nomadic as you think they are sometimes you know mm-hmm. they, they get to where they just well i mean what l- we call l- resident fish. L- listen i have fought literally fought cobia for 20 minutes pulled the hook and thrown another bait to them and they they eat it yeah you know i mean so yeah you know they they don't know what's going on i mean how many times have you hooked a cobia right beside the boat and he just stands there oh yeah i mean just don't stands there but he keeps he just swim i mean and and people are like gaffin gaffin i'm like no dude i take the gaffin (laughs) him right inside the head bam You know, to make him run off. Man's yeah. got to eat. <laughs> yeah, no. Man's got to no, eat. No, no, you know? no, no, no. I, it, biscuit. I, I, I'll take that biscuit. No, absolutely not. I mean, look, look. We've all done it. Oh, yeah. We've all stuck that cobia beside the boat, uh, put it in the boat, and you'll never do it again. Yeah. I mean, I, it's it's crazy to watch people do that. That's just the only way to get really hurt bad. Yeah. When Hunter was like 12 or 13 years old, him and I were fishing. We were trolling for mahi on the ledge mm-hmm. and got a cobia bite on, on a ballyhoo. And it, we bring him up to the boat, and we did not know it was a cobia. I thought it was a shark. Get it up to the boat. It's a cobia, and there's another one swimming with him. The bigger one is on the hook. Uh-huh. He's ready to be gaffed. We've already fought this fish. We could have gaffed him right there, but we didn't have anything ready. And Hunter says, Dad. Why don't you free gaff that one, and then we'll catch get the other one? And I was like, Yeah, that's a great sure. idea. Sure, yeah, right. I've never done that. I think yeah. that looks easy. Yeah. They make it look good on the internet. They I've do. Seen, I'm never doing it again. <laughs> no, ruined the gaff. Almost broke my jaw. It was terrible. <laughs> You'll kill yeah. you. And lost both fish. And lost both fish. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Well, I I got I told you this story a million times. I got snatched out of the boat. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I was 20 feet away when I let go of the gaff. I was in in the ocean, hanging on for dear life for my gaff. Pull, pull, snatched me out of that boat so fast, it was unbelievable. I equate that to the same thing that we do every once in a while. People, you know, they go, I want to get a picture of that kingfish. And I go, I'm not going to kill it. I'm not going to kill it. I said, you work it a little bit longer. And even though you've worked this fish for 10 minutes, 
And it's about, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. It's a 35 or 40 right. pounder. And you go up there, okay, I'm going to grab it by the tail. Right. I'm going to drag it up here. I want to get a quick picture. Watch out for its teeth. I'm holding it. Get ready with right. the camera. And you reach down, and you grab that thing, and it beats the tar out of you. Your hand's sitting off, hitting the side, and it's in the head. And you grab it from the from the neck, and you lift it up, and the whole time it's popping around, and you're going, "Oh my god, take a picture! Hurry up! I'm spearing it in. Do it now!" All right, let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll do a weather the tides. Weather looks really good the next couple, three days. So yeah, we'll, 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 we'll talk about that right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Brought to you by Duck Duck. We'll be right back. Here in the market for a Cadillac, only one place to go, and that's Randy Marion Cadillac, located on Southside Boulevard, just north of JTB. In the market for a pre-owned vehicle. Go on and tell them what you're looking for. They got plenty of dealerships all across the southeast they can find what you need at randy marion cadillac welcome back to the nimnik buick gmc outdoor show brought to you by duck duck rooter and kirk as you're looking up the tides i'm going to bring up papa g he says he wants to talk about wahoo and the maple leaf don't know what that means morning papa g good morning gentlemen how we doing we're good 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 hey man listen before i get started am i allowed to do a shout out to my granddaughter Absolutely. No yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm an old man, man. I'll be 65 this year, but she turns five years old today. And uh, her name is Amelia, and we're going over to the trampoline park over in Orange Park. I'm not going to be bouncing around, but we, we got a pretty cool present for her. So happy birthday, Amelia. Very nice. Very nice. Happy birthday, yeah, but, Happy uh, birthday, Amelia. Absolutely. I heard you all talking about the Spanish moss. If it's on the ground, Listen, the red bugs and the chiggers will get in there, man. If it's on the tree, go ahead and go ahead and use it. But uh, back in the day, when Henry Ford uh, made the old Model A's and the Model T's, they used that Spanish moss. That's what they stuffed the seats with back in the day. You can look that up, man. That's a that's a fact. I've heard that. That's an ab- yeah, I've yep, heard that's that. An ab- that yep, that's cool. an absolute fact. But uh, listen, man, I I didn't know the Wahoo were so prevalent here, man. And uh, Jeff, I heard you talking on Friday. Uh, I've never tried a Wahoo. I heard they're a great tasting fish, oh, and I'd love to. I'd love to find out. I'd love to find out where I can get some of that fish, man. I'm not an offshore fisherman, and I know it takes a bigger boat to get out there and get them. But I would love to, to you know, to try some of them. Yeah, I think you're talking to uh, Captain Ricky because uh, he he does a lot of Wahoo fishing, and and yeah, I don't know. Did you see some of the fish that were weighed in? Did you see Jeff Stamps fish? Oh, unbelievable! That was a stud, oh, man. Man, congratulations to him. Swimming towards the 99 yeah. pounds. Woo. Not, well, as, as long as there weren't weights in them. Oh, we're going to talk about that coming up here. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, I'm sure you are, man. But listen, the main reason for my call, man, the, uh, I've been researching the uh, the maple leaf that's uh, sunk about, uh, I guess, 12 miles south of uh, yeah. downtown. Yeah, uh, the river. And, and I guess, yeah, the river there. And you can't dive on that. And I and I know they brought up a lot of uh, memorabilia from that. And I guess when that ship went down, it was a Union. It was a uh, civilian ship, and it's down in that mud, and there's no oxygen down there. So I guess the uh, lack of oxygen preserved all of the memorabilia that's down there. But uh, are they ever going to bring that ship up? Uh, I went to a museum, and that stuff is almost pristine. 
you know, from, from down there because, uh, yeah. it, it's just, you know, there's no oxygen down there and stuff, but do you think they'll ever bring that stuff up? Because, uh, I would love to see some more memorabilia from there. I, I, I would yeah. imagine they, they might, but I don't know how the state is about that site, you know, being an archeological site, but they have brought some weapons and, and what China and stuff out of that thing that. It looks like yep. it's brand where, new. Where, where is it? It's in the St. John's River. It was uh, south it, of the- It's right uh, off, south of, yeah, it's about 12 miles south of downtown. It's right off of Mandarin Point. Yep. Huh. Yep. But, uh, man, we got some I great history I here, didn't man. know that. I, yeah, an old paddle wheeler. Yeah, yeah they, they found it, I don't know, about 10 years ago, 15 years ago. And, yeah, it was hit by a mine. Uh, back in the day, man, the Union used to go up in the little archives, the little uh, outlets off of the St. John's, man, and it was hit by a mine. It was- uh, the, it was a union. Uh, it was a civilian ship, but it was hit by a union. It was a union uh, uh, ship that was hit by a mine, and it sunk out there. But they used to hide the ships right there off the St. John's. But a uh, little bit of history there. But uh, I would love to hear about it, guys. I'll take it okay, off. Okay, buddy. Yep. All right. See ya. See ya. All right. Let's uh, let's just do a quick weather update, uh, Kirk. You do the tides, and uh, weather's Got always it. brought to you by the Bearded Pig, and we will be there on the ninth. The ninth, March ninth, uh, br- breakfast with the pig. Breakfast uh, with the pig. Yeah, that's uh, that, that that's going to be fun today. West. Yeah, I thought I thought that's what we called eating with Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy, bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. And <laughs> yes, I He's would one hundred percent say Maybe. it if he was sitting right here. I, I, know you I don't care. I know yeah, you Come yeah. on, bring it, logs. Yeah. One day you're going to have to eat that crow. That's uh, fine. I eat crow all the time. <laughs> yeah. Find out whether it's fried or sautéed. Yeah. West winds 10 to 15 today, 2 to 4. Tonight, west winds 10 to 15. Uh, they're calling for 2 to 3. Uh, Sunday, it's, it really changes. Sunday, no, uh, north winds 10 to 15 becoming northeast, 5 to 10 in the afternoon. And then Sunday night, it's just going to drop off. Uh, northeast winds at 5, seas around 2 feet, a dominant period of 10 seconds. And then Monday, southeast at 5. Um, and, and 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 a dominant period of of ten seconds of two feet. You going Monday? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I'll be charter fishing, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Who who you got? Oh, uh, it's a friend of Scotty's. Okay. Yep. He's a he's a good guy. I've fished cool. With him several times. The only breakdown I've ever had in the ocean where I had to come back on one engine, he was with. Oh. Me mm. Last year. At least you had two engines. That's right. Yep. 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 All right. Kirk Tides. Tides brought to you by Angie's Subs, the finest sub shop in Jack's Beach, folks. They Not use just Jack's Beach, no. Bakery bread, fresh bakery They're bread. They're at the airport now. Man, I'm getting a bunch of pictures. They're international, baby. <laughs> They've right. gone international. Yes. Biggest brownies you've ever eaten. Holy smoke, man. So go by there and get your grub on today. So you had a you got a high tide coming up this morning at 8.43 a.m., which is looking like it's going to be a 4.4 maxed out got a full moon i saw the moon this morning a low tide at 2 37 p.m this afternoon so i would look at it with the little bit of breeze we got going it's not going to be a huge tide but it's going to come ripping out of there on this moon that's mm-hmm. for sure um boy after that weather yesterday too we need a little settling down the river looks like a milkshake and and just I mean you know, we we we've talked to, to Leon and all this and they just say the water clarity from Palm Valley South is beautiful. Well, it's yeah. not in the, the ditch yeah. up by uh, the St. Johns River, right? Hey, Chris. Yes, sir. Did you did you see we got weights and fish? 
Again? Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> no way. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Ah. I, 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 you have, y'all haven't seen this no. story? No. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll, Where I'll, was this one at? Well, this this was in Kansas. All right, and uh, I want to I want to show you guys a a, a picture because um, you're 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 just gonna laugh when you see this. Kirk, look at the belly of that fish right there. <laughs> oh my! Is, that is it like a dumbbell it is in a there? Speck. That's a speck. That speck right there weighs 4.6 pounds. Okay. Unbelievable. The the record in speck in Kansas was 4.2. Oh so 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 this one beat it by so many ounces. And so by the way, it 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 went through. It, they they gave the guy the certificate, this, that, and the other, but somebody witnessed him putting steel balls yeah he submitted this for a state record yeah this it's it's a it's oh my gosh this is for a certificate this is not for money all right wow yeah got a feeling he doesn't watch a lot of tv (laughs) exactly on social media uh, i I saw that story you i mean come on man at least the other guys were cheating for money yeah, <laughs> you know? he put steel ball bearings in there. Yeah, the fish weighed three point six pounds without the ball bearings. Oh, what wow, a... that's a lot of ball bearings. That's a, that's a pound. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Steely yeah. Dan song. What a fool believes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I mean, what, what what are we doing? I mean, seriously. I mean, c- come on, yeah. Jimmy John. Let's put some. Here, hold my beer. Yeah, big time. Big <laughs> yeah, time. you know you're going to go to the state game warden. Yes, with ball bearings in your fish. Yes, and he's going to pull out a metal detector to scan the fish, and voila, voila, huh. a couple of ball bearings. You don't think you know, you're going to get in a little trouble? I can't believe that that speck swallowed those ball bearings like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but officer, I, I yeah. just caught the fish. I didn't know what he was eating. Right? Yeah. I oh mean, my gosh. He he was uh, on the maple leaf down there, you know, eating eating cannonballs or musket balls <laughs> or something. Yeah, I, I mean, what I just don't. Well, according to what they said, the investigation was sent to the Shawnee County District Attorney's Office. Mm-hmm. When asked if any Kansas laws could apply to this case, the district attorney said under KSA twenty one five eight two four, which concerns making false information under this law. The creation of false information is considered a severity severity level eight non person felony. Mm-hmm. Whatever the heck that means. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There is insufficient evidence to prosecute the case. Could have swallowed those just because he was hungry. Yeah. 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 It's not my job. But that that record. <laughs> it's that, not my job, man. <laughs> that record. Hey, has, no man. I just fish. The fish ate the ball bearings, man. I don't know, man. I'm out there. I'm using shrimp. 1964. Oh, that record has 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 stood in the state of Kansas. And I think it's still going to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've already disqualified him. I mean, but I, I just, you know, um, uh, darkness is going to fall across Kansas. I mean, think think about how long largemouth bass has stood. I mean, twenties, right? Uh, twenty three in Georgia. Is that right? Twenty three yeah. point something. Yeah. yeah. 22 points. We'll, we'll look it up. Yeah. By the way, that's in Telfair County. Oh, yeah? That's in my county. You know. I want to go I want to go by the lake. People are like that. I do. There's a way to cheat. Yeah. They're going to cheat. I hate to say it, but that's just, 
you know, it's just, it's a hateful thing. It, it is, but I just thought that people might learn their lessons after they get weights and fish. I didn't watch TV. Yeah. I didn't have an iPhone. All right. He's yeah. probably still got a flip phone. <laughs> hey, I did learn this week, <laughs> our boy Lester still has a flip phone. <laughs> Come on, Lester. Really? And I am the least surprised I've ever exactly. been in my life. Yeah, that's right. 641 <laughs> 1010, if you want to give us a call right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Gruder. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Gruder. And uh, yeah, I've been wearing Roger's Kubota out this week. It's, you know, it's. You, you either have hunting season or working season. And, and, and February is when you, when you get stuff done. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it, uh, if, 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 folks, if you're Kubota, you know, if you need steel power equipment, coastalequipmentsystem.com, go in there. And they've, they've got everything. But, you know, when you, when you wake up and it's 31, 32 degrees and bright sunshine, you know, and it's, there's no wind blowing, it's just a great time to go in the woods and do things. You know what I mean? I mean, it's... It really is. Yeah, it, and you can see a lot, too. You see everything. You know, there's no leaves on the trees. Yeah. It gives you a little better perspective of some of the places you're in. Yeah. River finally went down where we're at. Oh, so it's... Swanee's it's, finally back it in is, his banks. It is. The bulgy is as far out of his banks as I've ever seen it. Really? Oh, my God. Well, I got pigs on the property. Anytime I have pigs on the property, I know that the you know, bulgy is, is, is flooding because my property's... Ricky's been there. It's real high. Um... And that's they, they they find their way on onto my property, and I got a, a bunch of pigs on there right now. Mm. Have um, you have you heard much turkey talk? None, none. Yeah, they're they're already strutting on our place. No, I, I I've, I've and I've got plenty of pictures of of turkeys. Um, you know, but I I haven't seen. As a matter of fact, all of the boys are still together. Good. I'm glad. You know, mm-hmm. I want to. I don't. I don't want it to be happening right now. Um, but it's, 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 it's going to be soon. I mean, it's going to start getting high seventies, 80 degrees in, in, in the daytime. Mm. So, so January 7th, I started seeing strutting and goblin in Palak or yeah. Yeah. really, yeah. With wow. hands. Um, I took a video of it on my phone. That's how I remember what the date was, but that's January early. 7th. That's early. And it continued right on. It got cold for a little while right there. And mm-hmm. they, they did like kind of separate. As as far as the back, you know, back apart, the gobblers mm-hmm. away from the hens, but that was only for like maybe four or five days. And now the gobblers have actually already split. They've left their bachelor groups. Yeah, and they're yeah, they maybe one or two, to, you know, two together. But yeah, they're they're full on doing it. Right I, now. I I don't I don't doubt that. I mean, I, I, you know. I don't know that I remember ever seeing it be this early. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've definitely, 7th. yeah, I've definitely seen February. Yeah, you know what I mean. E- even in Georgia, even at our place, I've seen, you know, late late mm. February, early early March. Um, but but yeah, I, as a matter of fact, um, there was I, I told you I, I had called you and I, I said that you know Fancy and I were riding around checking fields and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and um, I came across a field that's literally right right across from my lease, and um, I got in the back of the truck so I could see over the hill with the binocs, and there was a there was a flock of forty. In, in there, you know, and, and I, mm. I mean, I watched them for, for a while. There was no, you know, strutting or, or, or you know, nothing going on. They were just feeding, um, which which I, I was I was happy with. You know yeah. what I mean? And like I said, I've got 
I've got my my cell cameras put up where I can I can watch them in the fields and stuff, and um, mm. so like got got plenty of birds. That's the good news. Yeah. Now, huh? Now, now yeah. You're you're uh, every year, every year when things start greening up, they go somewhere else. I know our place is like that too. I yep. guess they go up and down the river valley. You know, I guess right so. there on the Swanee, but yep. you'll you know during deer season, man, you'd see. Flocks of 10, 15, oh, 20. Oh, 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 yeah. My place, it, it, during, during deer season, you, all, you always see turkeys. You're, you're absolutely right. For me, I'm actually happy that the turkeys are doing their thing early this year because, you know, we're kind of suffering a little bit from a, a lack of turkeys. I can remember uh, 20 years ago, we, I would see 40 turkeys together right. commonly on my place. Um, but now i mean i i can tell 15, you the, the the last five years on my property's been dim yeah i mean and like it's that, it's that way everywhere yeah uh, it it's it is definitely not like it was 10 years ago you know 10 years ago it was you know three birds and you know you kill two in a day um and and i mean i almost always within two weeks killed two or three birds you know and and uh i mean last year Last two years, I haven't killed a bird. Now, I I, I called one in for my my son in law mm-hmm. last year, mm-hmm. um, and that was uh, our first day of turkey hunting. You know what I mean? And yeah. I thought, man, this is gonna be easy. This was the second week of April. I never never even had another chance in yeah. another bird. Yeah. So yeah, we yeah, killed but, four four on our property last year. I didn't kill one, but the guys did. That's good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Are you seeing very many birds now? You know, I've got the cameras that my cameras all went out. So we went up. Uh, Brad went and pulled one out the other day, and I've got I've got to go up this this next week and see what's going on. But uh, the last couple shots I had were, were like groups of fives and sixes. Right. You know, you'd see like five or six gobblers together. Right. With right. a couple of jakes, mm-hmm. and then you'd see which, five or six which, hens, which would lead you to believe they're still all together, batstered up and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, kind of, kind of, I mean, identical to what deer do, you know, mm-hmm. bucks kind of go off by themselves, you know, during this, you know, the, the summer and, and then when it becomes fall, they don't like each other and yeah. turkeys are the same way. Yeah. You know, they don't, they don't like each other. Have you ever seen two Jakes beat a gobbler up? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Or three. Yeah. Especially if they're down. Yeah. It's a pretty. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty pretty it, fun. It, to it, watch. it is. It's it's interesting how why they do that though. I mean, is it because they get their butts kicked all the time? That's what I have always said. It, you know. I mean, because it's like instantaneous. As soon yeah. as you shoot him, they're yeah, on him. They're, they're, oh yeah. Well, other gobblers will do the same thing like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah oh yeah. yeah. yeah absolutely. If a dominant bird gets whacked, I've and I've seen it at our place. I, me- I remember one day I shot one down in the swamp, and I had four of them, and they were so close. I shot the one, and I thought, well, the other three are going to run off. They didn't run off. No. I was leaning right there no. looking at them like 20 yards away, and they beat the stuffing out of they, that they, bird. They, they, they I go- finally had to stand up because they were tearing up my dog on bird's tail, they, um, you know, his they, fan. They, they, they will pay no attention to you when yeah. that happens. It's the weirdest thing for it a is. bird that's so like, oh, my God, when they're beating that bird up, they, you you can run out there and grab one. I'm serious. They, oh yeah, they, they, they go brain dead. Yep. All right, let's bring up Chip this morning. Chip. Good morning. Morning, Good morning. buddy. Morning, Chip. Chip. Morning. Chip. I think yeah. Chris really likes that. Chip. Yep. Look at that. It's, it's oh, enough. where where are you at? I'm just passing through Douglas. Oh, coming nice. Home. Oh, you're coming home. Yeah. 
went up to came up last night for the NWTF. Oh, how was uh, that? Banquet. Yeah, it was awesome. There's probably 550 people there. No kidding, Crazy. really? Wow. Yeah. And uh, you know who Stale Cracker is? Yeah. Yeah, Cook. Stale Cracker cooked last night. So. Cajun Cook, yeah. While we, while we wait, we hydrate. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, he made that toupee, and I walked around and looked at all the things I wasn't going to bid on, um, you know, and stuff. There was some beautiful stuff there last night. That's but, really cool uh, that he came to that. He's kind of a celebrity yeah. now. Oh yeah, yeah. He used to be a state trooper. I didn't know that in Louisiana. Yeah, and uh, I guess TikTok blew up for him, and he decided not to do that anymore. Yeah, so, I can, I'm sure he's probably compensated well for his time nowadays. I'm sure he is. <laughs> you, you know, I'm I'm glad to see the enthusiasm for the NWTF and stuff because honestly, that used to be a really big deal here. I mean, we we went to every single one of them. I mean, yeah, they, for years they would have two or three here, and then uh, one in St. Augustine and one in Palatka, one in Mandarin. Yeah, I mean they they yeah. you know. Um, yeah. But I, I'm not even sure what the schedule is here. I need I need the, to look that up. The Putnam County chapter is having their banquet very soon. Uh, they called me last week and asked me to donate find, a charter. Find out for it. Or we can find out because we'll all go. Yeah. That'd, that'd be fun. I think I got a table because I donated a Yeah, trip. you donated. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Heck yeah. So if you want to win a free fishing charter with Seco Fishing Charters, <laughs> go to the P- Putnam County NWTF banquet. Boy, we sure have won some guns at those things. Oh we? my gosh! Holy I mean, smoke. I mean, Chip, my turkey gun, I, I won. <laughs> you know, and 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 by the way, I didn't use it for years. It's a twenty gauge Mossberg pump. You know, and, I, and nobody ever shot turkeys with a twenty gauge, but would, you know, we used this for the uh, gear tip last week. Now that yeah. they've come out with that TSS, that number nine shot, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, literally fifty yards is a dead bird. That's wild. Yeah. It's, he gave away some nice guns last night. I'll bet. Yeah, Frocky 20-gauge turkey gun. It's probably about a $1,800 gun, and they gave away that Benelli Supernova 12-gauge. Yeah. That's, that's a nice one. I was looking back going, wow. Yeah. But, uh, they were uh, talking this morning. Oh, really? There. Nice. Oh, yeah. Just out there right outside my RV and sipping coffee going. Yeah. You you know what? You you got five weeks still, (laughs) which is unbelievable. Golly. I'm like, anybody got a kid? Yeah, somebody's got a kid. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Can I borrow your kid for a day? Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) You have a real big kid. (laughs) Quit missing. Give me that gun. Hold on. Yeah. You missed. What are you doing? Let me show you how to do this. All right. I'll take your picture with it. Have an eight month old on your knee. Yeah, that's right. Oh oh, gosh, that was yeah. That that that, that's funny stuff. All right, buddy, we got to take a break, but um, uh, drive careful. Yep. See you guys soon. All right, Chip. See you, Chip. Yep. And uh, when we come back, oh yeah, yeah, we got the ever popular Jim Lutz trivia question of the week right here on the Nimnik. Buick GMC Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Don't go anywhere. Uh, I like this segment. I, I have fun. Welcome back, folks, to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter, Captain Ricky Pepper, Captain Kirk Waltz, obviously Chris Wayne. And uh, I, I have fun thinking about this all week. 
this trivia <laughs> question. I do. I, I, I enjoy this. And um, I, I think that there's a story behind. The, actually, I've tried to have a story behind every trivia question. But this one's, this one's really interesting. So um, he, here, here's, here's the question. And then, and then you, I'll give you guys a couple minutes to think. Chris, you go first. Captain Ricky fourth. And, and then uh, Captain Kirk Walsh. So why do I always go first? You're because you're winning. One. Oh, yeah. You're actually technically. I think I'm tied. You're tied with logs. With logs, logs did get it right last week, and he's not here, so you're going first. All right. Who? I don't, I don't know if I like. Who those. is America's oldest gun manufacturer? Hmm. Give you guys a couple. Ding, 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 ding. All right. right who right, right. business? Oh yeah. Who yeah. is America's Chris? Uh, I'm gonna say Winchester. Okay. Browning. Kirk? Remington. Remington is correct. Ah. We're at 220 years. Daggummit. But here's the interesting thing. Oh. And here's why I, I came up with this trivia question. They are moving. Yeah, they are big time. They're moving. They're moving. For 220 years, they have been in, in New York State. Mm-hmm. And they are moving to LaGrange, Georgia. Oh, wow. Good for them. Yep. Taxes? Yes. Got to be. Yes, yes. It's all, it's all politics. Yeah. Um, Among other things. And it's yep. all money. Yeah, it's, it's brutal it, it's, in New it, York. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's, you need to read up on it. It's, and and the, the saddest part of the whole thing is that that community is, is, is just rooted into Remington. All of their families. I mean, generations of families. That's sad. Um, yeah, it's it's really sad. It's it's hundreds of jobs, mm. and 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 with them with them moving because of uh, uh, you know you can't blame them though. No, absolutely oh, not. No, you, that's what I'm saying. No, you can't. You can't blame them. I and mean, honestly, if I'm if I'm working there and I'm in a position, I'm moving right with them. I'm moving you know, to Georgia I, I, with them. I, I I would imagine a lot of them are Chris. I, I and and I'll bet you. That because of generations, I'll, I'll bet you that they probably went to their employees and said, "Look, yeah, we gotta go. All right, we'll take you with us. You know, if if you if you want to move to Lagrange, Georgia. By the way, that's uh, that's, that's not a bad place. No, it's sixty miles southwest of Atlanta. Not oh. a bad place. You know, I mean, you're talking about an absolutely beautiful part of Georgia. So, um, yeah, I just I, th- I just found that really interesting. That man, I mean, and and by the way, Smith and Wesson just moved. Um, it may have been from Colorado to Tennessee, so they're all going to obviously red states. That's right. You know? That's right. Yeah. Money talks, yeah, baby. Absolutely. So, uh, Kirk, I, I I do have another question. Do you know what a heavy duty sea sucker cam cleat is? God bless you. Ah, uh, <laughs> God bless you. I had one of those in college. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy duty. I'd huh? like to have met her. <laughs> oh my gosh! What <laughs> in the world? wasn't exactly pretty. Yeah. wasn't exactly small. Okie doke. <laughs> and now for your next tip of the week. Chip just drove off the side of the road. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, what in the world? Yeah. So I'm, I mean, I, I'm, 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 yeah, I use one. I've got one hooked up to the toilet in the boat. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, works I, like a champ. I was, I was going through JimLux.com and they had a. A get fifteen percent off of a heavy duty sea sucker cam cleat. Uh, I'll take two. Yeah. <laughs> one for the left cheek, yeah. one for the right. <laughs> okay. Captain Ricky, can hey, you honey? please explain to me what a heavy duty sea sucker cam cleat is? Yeah, so it's a and it, it's a it's a basically a mounting point on that you can move around on your boat so that you can tension your outrigger or your center rigger or uh, 
yeah, like okay. maybe a flag uh, line or something like that. Anything that needs to be tension, I, I would use it for my outriggers. Right, that, exactly. That's way that's way they shot. My definition was a lot more fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. Oh, <laughs> uh, but uh, if you want to see what uh, Jim, Jim Lux has, it uh, go to go to jimlux.com. And by the way, but we got we got a we got a tie now. We do. Captain Kirk won. Chris Wayne won, and Jeff. So, do we, did you know that, Kirk? Yeah, I've, I've been reading up on it. You've been, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been in the news. Yeah, it's been yeah. in the news. And and I thought Browning was a good guess. Because uh, to be honest with you, Chris, if if I was asked that question, I would have said Winchester. See, you know, I, I because of some of the old guns that That's I have. That's right. You know, yeah. I mean, you, you think about Winchester, the old Winchester thirty thirty. But and, it makes sense, though. Yeah, for sure. I, as soon as soon as Kirk said it, I was like, "Damn it!" Yeah. Well, at least next week, Chris, you don't have to go first. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Because Kirk will go first. Yeah, Kirk. Kirk. Kirk will have to go first on the uh, Jim Lux. That's uh, now, and and Big that means that. that yeah, and that's when you guys are are on location. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Captain Kirk won't be here next week. I'll be in the boat. Yes, you will be so in the boat. Call in. Yep. So it it, it so, uh, Captain Scott Shank. Do you think that he'll be good at trivia? <laughs> Especially, ask him something about weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's right. Totally. Or his feelings. Yeah. Or his feelings. <laughs> Scott, we need you to describe your feelings right now. What? <laughs> Shit, that guy cut me off. I'm, I'm happy. No, I'm sad. Ah. He's the only person I know that probably beats his mic on the boat on the console. Oh. What? <laughs> I can't hear you. Oh, dude, he wears the radio out. Oh yes, gosh. he does. Oh, my word. He's so funny in the summertime. Kirk, yeah. I can't remember any of your boat. Kirk. <laughs> I go, Scotty, is that you? What are you doing on this channel? I'm bored. <laughs> I mean, your boys won't talk to you? They won't talk to me, man. I'm out here by myself. And, and he will totally get mad at somebody else for talking too much on the totally. radio. It's like you're taking up his time. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, that's my time. You know? Yeah. yeah. All uh, people call, text me on the radio, go, texting me, going, yeah. who is that on the radio? That's Scott Shank. Yeah. Who? I so, St. Augustine. In the old days, who would that remind you of? Who, who was classic in the old days? Chatty. Oh, on 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 the radio, and when I tell you when, who I'm talking about, you'll be like, "Oh yeah, John Campbell." Absolutely, John Campbell. Yes. I got another for Captain. Oh my Got any Klingons over there? Yeah. Oh my God, he was absolutely. I got some Klingons. <laughs> so so Chris, whenever we used to fish, we, we 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 chump fish. That's the only thing that we knew. We didn't okay. we didn't slow troll. Nothing. Mm-hmm. We didn't know how to slow troll. Right. All we did was chump fish. We go right. to a shrimp boat. We got a bunch of dead fish. Put them in a trash can, and we all go out there close to one another. And you know, start wet, drifting. Start drifting. West wind in the morning. You know, you started twenty <laughs> feet, and you drift out to fifty feet. Crank the engine. You go back in. In the afternoon, southeast, you go out to fifty feet. And, well, we, there's always the doldrums, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 there's nothing happening for an hour from. 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock, you're, you're doing circles and there's dead fish all around your boat because there's no oh, wind. You know? That smells great. But, and, but John, 
would get on the radio and totally entertain you for an hour. <laughs> and I'm not exaggerating. He oh, would tell jokes. Oh, my gosh. Three moles digging through the ground. <laughs> <laughs> what? Moles? What kind of moles? You know, moles, yeah. moles, four legs, fur. Yeah. And, and, four and, legs, and, and, fur. And listen, so he had an old shotgun, a real gun, right? A mm. shotgun. Mm. And single barrel. Oh, dear. And, and, he, and he loaded it with, with buckshot. Mm-hmm. And we always, always, for some reason at that time of our lives, there was giant hammerheads, and they would they would you know come in and eat all of our baits and sure, stuff. Sure, sure. And and if you've ever seen a a, a, hammer, a hammerhead's dorsal fin, it when it it sticks up like four feet in the yeah, air. Yeah, it's one. huge. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. He yeah. would shoot holes through <laughs> oh the fence so, so he Ping! could so he could identify them. And he goes, "Oh yeah, there's old Smokey coming down." <laughs> <laughs> It was great. He yeah. had that drawl. And oh, t- 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 I mean, he'd have everybody in just, stitches, I mean, He would totally entertain your charter. And then your charter yeah. would go, why is there a big B and an E on his boat? Yeah. And i go, oh, God, don't ask yeah. him. <laughs> don't ask him. You know, if you ask him, That was him, the name of his boat, you. the B-E. Yep. Yeah. People go, what does that mean? And I go, barium enema. <laughs> and they're going, what? And I go, yeah, don't even ask him that yeah. on the dock, you know? So it was, was it a CV? <laughs> yeah, it was. So he had a 25, everybody had 25 foot CVs, all right? And he pulled it with a station wagon. Oh my word. And it, dude, it, it's just absolutely hilarious. I bet it was fun to watch at the ramp. Fun, oh my God, it was Especially awesome. Especially on low tide. Yeah, yeah. Straight inboard. Yeah, it just yeah, and and literally the trailer ball just about even when it was up on the ramp, it was just about it had about three inches of clearance. <laughs> I tell you though, it was fun it's though. Tough. You get out there and you'd have Wimpy oh, Sutton, man, Wimpy Don Sutton, Campbell, Mike Scanlon, Bill Groves, Bill Mike Gross. Scanlon, um, yeah. Roger Walker, Roger, Eddie Smith, yep, Rick Riles, Rick Riles, yep. I was like the, the kid on the block. Oh I was yeah, like oh, oh I was totally the kid on the block. You know, I was in my John boat. And then I got the 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 nineteen foot, whew, the nineteen foot Mako, which what they called a modified V. It would beat your teeth out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we called it the pile driver. <laughs> I'm serious. Because it, it, whenever great. you hit a wake, I mean, I'm talking like a foot. It would go from your heels to your chin. It hurt. I mean, that boat would beat you to death. It was solid. But it was it, it was that that modified V. You know what I'm talking about? The V, and then from yeah. from about the console back, it was flat. Yeah, just flat. And we wonder why our backs and oh, knees exactly. hurt now. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah running yeah. down that beach all the way down the Ponte Vedra to the to the desert. Gerald Beasley, you know all those yeah. guys. It was crazy. It was it was Bobby Langston. Yeah, Bobby. Yeah. Bobby was I was Bobby was a good one too. Yep, 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 yep. All right, folks. So we're gonna take a break. Here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, and we come back. We got LV Hires Gear Tip of the Week. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Doug Doug Reuter. Now it's time for your LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of of the Week. And, and look, if you've got a you got a job site and you need fuel, just go to. L-V-H-I-E-R-S.com, L-V-Hires.com, and they, they can take care of all of your fuel needs. Also, unbranded convenience stores, they can 
put you in with all of the other stores and get your gas prices down at LV Hire Saint. Kirk, this gear tip is yours this week. Yeah, I mean, you know, it happens. It's it's you know, if you're fishing enough, especially with today's braid, I mean playing with braids like playing with spiderweb, especially if it's in the twenty or thirty pound range, and you get hooked on the rocks or hooked on a dock and you yeah. start you start buggy whipping that tip, uh huh, what happens? That braid gets wrapped on that tip, yep. and the boat's moving, and the current's moving, and next thing you know, bang, yep. rod tips broke off. And you're going, son of a gun. All you need is a lighter in this little kit. It's a Fuji original rod repair kit, and you can buy different. They, they've got the the one we've got in the picture. Mm-hmm. It shows the different sizes. You can get them in black. You can get them in silver, depending on what kind of rod you're using. Some of the tips are silver, some of them are black, and you want to match them up. Well, all you got to do is pull that little thing out of the tube, heat that glue, rub it on the tip, and slam that thing on there, and then hit it again with a lighter, and it's done. Yeah, let it sit for five or ten minutes. And if it's if it's a little different, you know, if it it, it, it's it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it doesn't need to be perfect. But I mean, I have probably I don't know six rods laying in my corner right now. They're they're all good rods, but they don't have a tip. So when you sent that, I was like, that's 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 a great tip. Yeah, yeah. And you get that a strike zone? Strike zone. Simple, stupid. Okay. Yeah. I like it. There's your LB Hires Inc. gear tip of the week. I was going to go by here and see who, uh, see what, what everybody's answer was to our trivia question. And uh, John Strickland said Beretta. 1526. Yeah, I'm not sure what Otto's talking about. He said this guy. <laughs> people, people on Facebook. Yeah. I don't see a correct answer on there yet. Do you? No. All right. And by the way, so uh, with the Jim Lux trivia question, uh, every every quarter we're going to give away a two hundred and fifty dollars gift certificate for the. We're going to put all the folks that answered the question correctly first in a hat, pull a name in a hat for a two hundred fifty dollars gift certificate to Jim Lux, and they can buy a what was that thing called again? A sea sucker. Yeah. Yeah. Sea sucker. <laughs> So, you should have told me that before we played the game. I could have went online and put my answer in. I got, I told you I need to go by there this afternoon when we get done with the radio show if they're open. Yeah, yeah Jim Lucks. Yeah. Yeah, they're uh, right there at um, um, Bayard, the yeah. old Bayard, right? I don't know. I've programmed it in GPS, and I just go. I've been there twice already. But, yeah, they – I mean, I, rod holders, you know, Goliath group are fishing. Yep. You're gonna go through rod holders. I don't know why, but not not the Gemlux ones. I I have uh, I have pretty good quality rod holders on my boat. But so uh, stop right there just for a second. Why why are you going through rod holders when you're well? Sean, because we had we had some of your pictures. Yep. on on our on our Facebook page a couple weeks ago of of some of these giant Goliaths that you've been catching. Yeah, so it's a, it's it's a it's a dramatic pull. We're using uh, <laughs> we're using uh, bent butt rods, uh-huh. in, and we leave it in the rod holder to fight the fish. So basically, you're just using the reel as a winch. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no other way to get them up. I mean, I, I I'm I see people on YouTube and stuff fighting them, you know, right. with rod and reel, but you know, in their hand. But I I, I can't see how it's possible. I I lose one in twenty. Right, even with it in a, I catch one in twenty. Right, yeah. Yeah, within the rod holder, this is using an 80 wide with 130 pound braid, and you have you have to use the boat to pull them off of the structure. 
<laughs> you can't just reel them up and hope it works. You know, right. You got to get them away from that structure. But, um, yeah, sharks do the same thing. Sharks are really bad about it because they you bring them up to the surface and then you've got the rod in the rod holder and it's sticking out there six feet away. You can't right. quite reach the line. And the, he starts to swim directionals, you know, which would be perpendicular to the, 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 the rod angle. Right. And it breaks the little bar in the bottom of the rod holder. Oh, wow. Yeah. but Have you ever had the, your fiberglass crack? Oh, yeah. Yes. No kidding? Yes. You hear it creaking. I, I pulled one rod holder through the gunnel. <laughs> it didn't come out, but right. it, it, it pulled through. It broke broke out. Um, and, yes, I've broken three of those little bars in the bottom. And, and, and by the way, it's useless without yeah. the bar in the bottom. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 You just, the rod goes all the way through to the yeah. bottom. You know, yeah. Until the reel hits the, the, the edge of the rod holder. Yep. Yeah, that ain't going to work. Well, the reason why I need to go buy and get uh, go buy Gemlux and get one today is because for wahoo fish and high speed trolling, I like to use a swivel base zero degree rod holder in the center of my boat. So okay. I have two live wells in the back, and right between the the, the two live wells, there's a, there's a zero degree rod holder, but it's not a swivel base. And the benefit to that is, is that if, if you fight the fish out of that rod holder, you don't know which side of the mouth the fish is hooked in. So when he comes up, if you are on, say you're on the port side of the boat and the fish is wanting to swim to the starboard side as you bring him up, he's going to your motors every time. Mm. So you're trying to spin circles. And if you didn't have time to clear all your lines, say you bit a short line and I fish heavy drag. Right. And he, he's there before you can get your lines cleared. Sometimes you don't even try to clear lines, but um, anyways, you can't spin but just so much. That happened to Jeff Stam and I during a tournament one time. We ran over our shotgun line because we were trying to fight a or wow. bring a big fish in. So, mm. so that swivel base rod holder in the center of the boat gives you the option to bring your fish up either side of the boat. It let him go his natural way wherever he wants okay. to. Okay, I got it. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Did you all see the video on YouTube where the guy is trolling or fishing? He's got a pin international in the in the gunnel, and the rod starts bending over, and then it rips the whole side of the gunnel off I, the boat. I have seen that. That is, that is insane. I not. International gunnel, rod holder, everything goes in the drink. The whole side of the boat. <laughs> rips it off. What was it? I don't know. Something I, big. Yeah. I, uh, was it a fish, or was it something else? Well- Logically, I would think that, that you know there was some structural issues with the side of the boat. Yes. Anyways, but uh, I don't know. I, I just they, I don't even know. It's been a long time since I've seen that. But yeah, yeah. The whole the whole side of the boat goes in the water. They're just sitting there. Like, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I mean, the rod starts doubling over, and here the guy going, oh, no, no, no. and then you see it going, and it goes over more, and you hear him, oh, no, 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 no. you know, and and, and you, you can't hardly understand what they're saying, right? So. I mean, I don't know if they're speaking English and they're just freaked out. Right. <laughs> but the rod doubles over at a funny angle and you're thinking, oh, that's not good for that rod. And all of a sudden, boom, the whole thing rips the side of the boat out and hits the water and it's gone. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, they just lost, you know, a thousand dollar rod and reel. And I'm not worried about the rod and reel. Now two thousand dollars worth of boat in. damage. Yeah. I mean, crazy. Wow. Yeah. It's like it rips the cap off, you know, yeah, not the yeah, whole yeah. side of the boat. But yeah. Just, yeah. 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 Just yeah. the cap off the gunnel. I got like, you. Dang man! Yeah, that's 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 bad. And, and the other video that that we had this week, all of us, did you watch that, that that orca eat that great white? I could not. I tried to watch that and I couldn't find it. Uh, that the it's, way, yeah, yeah, because it, somebody clipped it off of Facebook. 
Uh, Reddit. Yeah. Yeah, Leon. I don't know. Yeah. Un- yeah. Un- unreal. I mean, he eats, I it, eats it like a like a tadpole. Wow. I mean, Free they, Willy eats Jaws. Yeah. Yeah, eats Jaws. And That's it, awesome. It was. It was It was a really cool video. I mean, it, it's only about two seconds long, but you see when he just, he's, you know, because the great, you know how it's how they swim just kind of slow and this this killer whale just comes up there and hammers him and it just eats him. So the guys that have been wow. mutton fishing this last week, they say the mutton bite is on fire, but you cannot get through the sharks. It's yeah, like, I heard you can't get them up off the bottom. You just can't. It's, they're, they're bringing up, uh, I mean, I heard, you know, ridiculous reports like uh, lose 20, get one or, you know, something like that. Can you imagine how good that would feel for an orca to just come up with yeah, that shark? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just, yeah, just disperse them. Yes. Yeah. Now, I... I, I Again, don't want to beat a, a, a dead horse, but man. we've talked about this, man. I mean, there's there's just something different, you know. And and I, what do you think, Kirk? Last five or six years, easy. Yeah, you I mean, know. I I could, they got you know, smart. I don't they, know, Chris. It's, they totally got smart. I fished those jetties out there for forty two years. Yes, and I know them like the back of my hand. And to be fishing in November in December and hooking sheephead and going, yeah, I'm on a good bite. And black tips and bull sharks pulling them off the hook in the rocks, you're going, what are they still doing here, number one? Right. Why haven't they gone south? You know, you don't usually have them hanging around that late in the cold water. Right. I now, don't... since the water's gotten down in the 50s, you know. You haven't seen them. I haven't seen them. But look at offshore. Offshore, it's a different case. Yeah, and th- these guys are saying, I haven't been out there and experienced it yet, right? right? I mean, I have, obviously, over the years, but I'm like, right now, they're saying that, you know, typically, like you said, wintertime offshore is the same way. We don't have a no. whole lot of shark issues. No. But, but th- th- these guys are saying it's worse than summertime normally is right now. Well, I mean, it's just incredible. And, and I know we need to take a break, but I mean, you know, just think about what, what we call the middle grounds. Mm-hmm. You know, we nobody went there last summer. You You couldn't. No, I mean, if as soon as you hooked a kingfish, it was eaten. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's like you, and now and, you know they think you're not you're not coming back with a half a fish, you get nothing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you get nothing. Pa- the Pablo grounds this last summer yeah. was like that. It was almost to the point where we were all just like, okay, we're going somewhere else. Yeah, that's all you it know? was is you were feeding the sharks. If you got there early in the morning and you caught two or three real quick, you were a hero. But then if the fleet pulled up, pulled up and started. Right. Next thing you know, man, the sharks are in their thickest fleet. And, and and you can't you can't do your typical kingfish, no drag. Lock you know, it down. You, yeah, you got to lock it down. Lock it down. Speed reel them in the boat. You know, <laughs> and you're over there trying to sling that gaff. And, All right, bring it back. Hurry up! Hurry up! <laughs> you know, whack! And they're like, whoa. Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah. We got we got one in the cooler, man. Hey. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we're, we're one up, man. Yeah, but, Sharks but, three, but but but, but, but now one. now you've made them mad. Yeah, oh yeah. man, now yeah. they're pissed. Now they're really going to charge yeah. after them. You know, six four one ten ten. Give us a call. Right on the Dimdick Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. CSS Fireplaces and Outdoor Living, if you go to their website, it's constructionsolutionsflorida.com. And uh, literally, they say, uh, you dream it, they can build it. Just look at all the stuff they can do. P- pretty cool stuff. Um, it, it, outdoor living is, especially like this time of year, I spend so much time you know, 
outside back porch. These these guys can make it that much better at CSS out, our places and outdoor living. All right, let's go talk to our buddy Bill Polikoff, who uh, runs helps run the El Cheapo. And uh, what's what, up, what, How what are you? what's your what's your weather prediction? Uh it's going to be a little windy. Okay. But, uh, I don't think we're going to have a lot of rain. I don't think anything's going to hurt the tournament. But uh, those going offshore are probably going to definitely earn their fish that day. Which is, which is typical for for, yeah, for March. Yeah, and, and, and for what, now, what I've seen, at least it's going to be warm, right? I saw you know yeah. seventy something degrees. Yeah, it's going to be nice and warm. Uh, it's going to be warm all week. Yep. Uh, so that's good. Um, but yeah, that, the offshore winds are going to be, be pretty healthy that day. Um, that's a know, long way gonna, off though. You know, I mean, that's, yeah, it's a and week. that's the thing. Yeah. Stuff that, could change. Oh yeah. Two weeks. It's Sorry. been, it's been all over the, all over the radar this <laughs> week. It's been from anywhere from five knots to 30 knots. So, you know, Kirk, you know how that is this time of year that they just don't know more than a couple days in advance yeah that's right i mean they're talking west winds 20 to 25 knots tonight you never know and then yesterday i don't know when i looked at the forecast yesterday morning i was supposed to do a trip they were calling uh 15 to 20 and i was like okay i can i can deal with that man it was blowing 37 knots at one time (laughs) at the pilot station man up to 40 mile an hour winds holy smokes it was howling yesterday yeah and you know, like for me, I'm, I'm trying to predict sea conditions for a long day, a whole day of fishing. Right. Yeah. We're going 50, 60 miles offshore and your your customer wants to know, is it going to be a good day? And I'm like, I, you can't look at a weather prediction. You cannot. Uh, it, it, as a matter of fact, uh, Bill, um, yeah. there was, there was the, the, the Wahoo shootout. There was a couple boats that fished on Thursday. And, and, and when we had talked to Paul on Thursday, it, the, the forecast was not good. No, it was for, for six, six foot, six mm. foot, and and yep. uh, I, I saw some pictures of of uh, Jeff Stam had taken. The, the ocean was slick, looked like a lake. It looked like a lake. They did yeah. get the wind part of that right. They called for a calm, very calm day, as far as wind conditions goes. But they called for that six foot, which kept a lot of people home. It, it kept it, me home. Yeah, obviously. absolutely. Yeah, I mean because that's kind of the I, day, I, right? Ricky, I think you and I should be eligible for some type of a trip cancellation refund from whoever the weather people are when they <laughs> screw our weather up so bad. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of people aren't aware that that's the case, that that you can't predict the weather, the, the sea conditions that, that accurately. Right. And they want to know two, three weeks, you know, they're coming down from Midwest uh, I know. or something. It's like, hey, right. what's, it, what's the yeah, weather going to be like? I, they're, they're wearing you out. Yeah. yeah. You know, a week out, they're I, going, what's it going to be like on Saturday? You're lucky 48 hours <laughs> yeah. before to know yeah. whether the weather's going to change or not. You're lucky I always tell before. people if you're, I always tell people if you're coming down for a vacation, book your charter on the first day. Yeah. And that way, if we have to cancel it, you know, you're not on your last day of your vacation with no chance to extend. Yeah, me too. I do the same thing. That's a, but, that's a good idea. But El Chipo, El Chipo is going to roll. You know, we're not going to have any terrible storms, you know. Uh, and, and really, if anything, if the offshore is closed a little bit, I think that heats up the, the, the competition inshore. So, yeah. um, you know. I agree it, with it that. Just kind I, of, yeah. it, you know, it, it is typical El Chipo weather. But, uh, you know, the festivities are going to be beautiful. You know, again, hopefully not, not any or very little rain. Um, 
got a great party on Saturday, man. The Hell's Kitchen's going to be pumping out some sheephead, and mm. uh, we've got Angelwood doing the family fun zone. We've got some really, really cool displays this year. Uh, our friends at Murray Chrysler Jeep are bringing up a couple trucks, and uh, Hodges Mazda's going to have a car there, and we'll have a couple car, uh, boats from Atlantic Coast Marine for you guys to look at. So we've got a we've got a heck of a venue going, and and. Right now, as of yesterday, we have just under $37,000 worth of raffle prizes. Wow. Um, and and, with, and what, are, what are we fishing for? Fishing for a $10,000 grand prize general tournament. Like um, and that pays out, <laughs> yep, 15 places. So it's $10,000, $3,500, $1,000, and then down from there. Both kayak and lady division, uh, they have $3,000 grand prizes. Uh, and then the juniors are all getting custom bait bags. They're getting nice fishing rods, and then they're going to get some other cool prizes from Academy. So everybody's going to be walking out really cool stuff. And then the other neat thing is everybody that weighs a sheephead is going to get a raffle ticket. And the last raffle that we do on Saturday night is going to be called our Lucky Sheephead Raffle. And whoever wins that is going to walk away with $1,000 cash. Oh, that's, pretty, that's a pretty good one. That'll, that'll, then, that'll keep you real. Yeah, yeah. that'll keep yeah. you around. Uh-huh. Yep. We also have two Calcuttas this year instead of just one. We have the uh, Jeff Lagerman Memorial $25 Big Fish Calcutta. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have the, now this year, we have a $50 Two Fish Aggregate Calcutta. Yeah, that's so cool. You, I like the two fish yeah, aggregate. Yeah, I think that's yeah. cool. Yeah. You know, yep. I mean, so, if you're if you're lucky enough to catch two eight pounders, you know, one eight pounder is really not going to do you much good. Yeah. But you catch two, that's uh, yep. that, that that's a heck of a Calcutta weight right there. Yeah, that's a good day. And then yep. and then the Calcuttas, every dime that goes into the Calcuttas is going back out to the prize structure. We're not taking anything out of it. No admin fees, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So what who however many people go in it's going to be 50, 30, 20 to the first three winners. How, how many how many boats did you have last year, Bill? We had 409 entries across all divisions last wow, year. Wow, that's pretty good. That's uh, Yep, that's and we're, we're, about, we're about 130 or 135 right now. Okay. Yep. So, but that's, you know, as, as the famous Chip Davis says, Jacksonville's a walk-up town. Yeah. You know, so we'll we'll take off this week now that the weather's there. You know, people know that there's fiddlers around. Um, is there, you know, is there our, fiddlers, Kirk? No, there's no fiddlers right now. Not oh, the, there's not? I thought there was. No, they're out. Oh, bummer. Hopefully, hopefully they'll get some in it's here. Supposed to, it's supposed to warm up. If it warms week, up, though. they'll get them in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there'll they'll be some. Uh, again, it's going to be in the 70s all week. So. Yeah. So, Bill, one, one other question. Um Real quick, because I know we need to take a break, but is the raffle open to the public? The raffle is 100% open to the public, as well as the sheephead dinners. Okay, cool. Uh, $10 for fresh sheephead dinner with hush puppies and fries and nice. coleslaw. Yeah, that's a and, good deal and a, there. And a, yeah, and a drink. So, and they're fresh. Yeah, and yeah, they're, yeah. <laughs> they're still twitching. Yeah. 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 That, so, that, that's yeah, good Kevin, stuff. Kevin, you, you're going to come out after the antique place? Uh, next next weekend? Um, I no, I'm not. I I have um, 
I'm, I'm still doing a bunch of stuff at the property and I'm still burning. I mean, so I'm, I'm going to be heading up. As a matter of fact, um, uh, my, my buddy Travis and Doug Windsor will come into the property next next weekend to go bass fishing and spec fishing. So nice. I'm, I'm, I'm looking nice. forward to having them. So, all right, buddy, we got to oh, run. All right. See you guys. See, see you, Bill. All right, we're going to take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Reader. We'll be right back. Jackson there here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. And I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm on wildwestgunsandgold.com. Wow, they got some sales going on. But uh, this, it's, uh, you know, when I when I think about Wild West Guns and Gold, I think of guns, right? But they, they, they're down the bottom. Trade your gold in for guns, handguns, rifles, and shotguns. So well, got, honey. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know yeah, where that yeah. wedding band yeah. went, honey. It fell <laughs> off a finger down yeah. there with the boys yeah, shooting but, pool, and it fell off. Yeah, but uh, this new AR I got is pretty, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good-looking handgun, ain't it, hon? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think I'm going to start me a new phone company, too, speaking of that. I'm going I'm to call it Two Pecans. Okay. Two Pecans, uh-huh. a, a southern phone company. Uh-huh. You saw what happened to Vistar and AT&T phones in the oh, last couple yeah. of days. Holy smoke. Yikes. What in the they, wide they, world they got, of sports is going cyber? on with that? Yeah. Got cyber streaked. Yeah. You know? What's that all about? Did, did, did it affect any of y'all? No, I had no idea it happened. Yeah. Oh, Kyle, you did? Yeah, I did. Kyle's, Kyle's, Kyle was affected big time with all his businesses. Yeah. Mm. Wow. He was mm-hmm. freaking out Thursday morning. Oh, it's bad. It was bad. He said his guys were calling him, and, he, and they were like, well, we're all going home. And he goes, why? He goes, my map quest won't work. He goes, go to the Seven Eleven and buy a map and write it down on a piece of paper Just and start think doing about it. that. Uh, you yeah. know, probably, the, uh, honestly, probably some of the worst arguments I've ever had with Carrie was when we had had to use the Rand McNally map. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. you know because the big book. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, because you gotta have a good co-pilot. You, you know? gotta, you gotta have a good co-pilot. And she, and it, she oh, take it right, right there. Oh, and, well, yeah, and, yeah, that was our exit. What do you mean that was our exit? I and, told you that was our exit. <laughs> and and if you have a fat finger, you're toast because oh, yeah. you had to track that. You had to follow. You know, oh man, we missed that exit because <laughs> my nail was in the way. You know, the yeah. funny thing is, I don't remember it being difficult. Me neither. But now, looking back on it, oh. like, I don't know if I could do it. How these do young that? people, Kyle had a bunch of these texts calling him, yeah. well, boss, we can't go to work today. And he's like, <laughs> for what? We don't have MapQuest don't work, so we're going home. He's like, you can't just shut, close the shop, you know? Right. Well, we don't know how to get there. And he goes, well, get a map. <laughs> man. Come on, man. Can you world? imagine? Can you imagine if it all shut down? Oh, hey, yeah. Oh my gosh. Are are you kidding me? Hey man, you better have Ooh. your ditch bag ready. I'm telling yeah, oh, yeah, you better I mean, have your ditch bag. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Better have your ditch bag ready. You I'm know, telling um, you it's coming. My my property in Georgia is not is not listed. So, I have to send people to another address mm-hmm. and then give them directions from that oh, address. Oh, wow. they ain't never showing up at your house. Oh, uh, no. No, no. I, it, you know, even even like uh, Amerigas you know, it wouldn't, uh, they, it's, it's not, it's not in, it's not. It's an address. There's no address. No There's address. no RFD yeah. or anything. Yeah. That's how it, our place it, is. It, it, it sends them, I mean, in circles. Oh yeah. I was going to say Google, it does. Google Maps says, uh, yeah. uh, pardon me. I give up. Uh-huh. I was just thinking about the guys not being able to find the place. What about like, this, don't most vehicles have GPS in them nowadays? 
Like a, yeah, a lot of them do. Yeah, but I mean, they're going to shut down. I mean, if you've got no Wi-Fi working, if, if AT and T's Wi-Fi is out, guess what? Yeah, lights out, baby. You're toast. Well, and the hoot, the two, the two, the hoot, the two services that shot the pooch this week were Vistar and AT and T, the two biggest ones. Yeah, I mean, and you're not just talking one state; you're talking multiple states. He was having trouble in Texas. Oh yeah, it was Alabama guys were all complaining and moaning and then the guys in north carolina all the, the hot spots where his businesses are he was having a heck of a time you know getting those guys motivated to, hey man go go buy a map you know right you know we're not closed for business where where do i go to get a map <laughs> you know? a map how do you do that what in the blue hell's a map yep now the one of the coolest things i remember don minyard and i went to kentucky one year is this was before map. They quest. have maps. They got the maps. Well, they actually will produce. You tell them where you're going, and they will p- produce a uh, a trip in a little spiral notebook on the directions. I remember we went to Cornetsville, Kentucky. Yeah. And Don called me up and goes, "Well, I'm gonna go buy AAA and get this map thing done." And I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." So he and I and 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 uh, Austin went up there, and. Darn it, they didn't give Don and I this little book. And I was like, that is so cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, the way we used to do it, obviously before the phone, was mapquest.com. Mm-hmm. And you would print it out. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. All right, let's go talk to Handy Randy this morning. Morning, Randy. I'll bet he don't need no GPS. I'll bet he doesn't either. <laughs> I couldn't work if I didn't have one because I dropped Google Earth. <laughs> Google Earth in. I'm checking stuff out in the middle of the crooked tree and the old dead bridge and all that, and I drop a Google Earth in and just chase those numbers to there. And if it was down, I just I'd have to stay home. <laughs> yeah, Handy yeah, Randy's been on a crash course on a uh, pump well replacement lately. <laughs> oh, pump Uh-oh. well replacement. That sounds oh. so fun. <laughs> By the way, you're talking to the wrong person. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, and when it's on a Thursday and the guy's answer machine says, we're, we closed Friday through the weekend, and I'm like, okay, I guess it's on me. Uh, so when what I learned, I'll give you a Handy Randy tip. Okay. On your uh, on your tank, you got an air valve on top of your air yep. your tank. You know when you have pressure. Yep. Right. Well, what, yep. All right. What whatever your own number is. Say if your your pump set from forty to to sixty pounds yep. or thirty to fifty pounds, whatever that own number is. If it's forty, example, set that pressure with all the pressure off your system, two pounds less than your own pressure. Okay. Yeah. And so how would so you, you how how did you learn this? This is because I YouTubed and I had to change my well pump out and had to do all this stuff. And mine was actually, and you check it about every six months, at least to a year. Mine was like nine pounds, so I didn't have it right. Yeah. So, so, so the next time you you have a problem, just call me and I'll give you Jeff's number at Duck Duck Rooter. <laughs> there you go. They, they, they'll, they'll they'll come out and take care of it for you. There you go. But I, I told you I'd try to remind you guys about the hiring event out of the Equestrian Center. Right. And uh just want want to let your listeners know because working people get uh fishing trips and buy rods and reels and boats and stuff like that. So anyway, it's coming up this coming Wednesday at the Equestrian Center uh in, in Duval on Normandy Boulevard from two to seven PM. They're actually hiring people on site for some of these things, but there's like thirty vendors out there. Wow. Um I've worked for the last few years at construction career days for the high school kids. And they have all the equipment. I mean, they got 30, 40 pieces of equipment outside. All the booths for the whole equestrian center is all set up already anyway. So Wednesday this year, for the first time ever, they're doing a hiring event 
from repair crewmen, the skilled trades, all the way up to engineers and uh, uh, all trades, all construction trades. So all the big guys are out there, DOTs out there, you know, JEA oh, and, cool. uh, and a lot of others. So it's a yearly event out there, but this is the first time they've ever stopped it on Wednesday to have a hiring event. So you can pre-register at uh, roadtoyourfuture.com. A road to your future dot com. Yeah. You can go in there and take a look, and if people that know they're hunting a job, they can pre-register there, and they can actually be, they can actually get a job on site. They're offering them on site and showing others too. That's very cool. So yeah, and I just want to make sure your listeners knew that just as a public service because uh, we care about them, and it's the first time event that they're doing that. And these construction companies, all trades, are looking for workers. They they need workers, and this is one way to to try to get some. Yeah, interesting. That's, that's 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 a great event. Thank you for letting us know. Yes, sir. I appreciate that, and uh, we'll be working today. And uh, just uh, FYI, one of my coworkers got ran over uh, about a week or so ago down in Chief, and I'm gonna go down and and shuttle people over for the memorial service for this guy. Oh my gosh! They had. Yeah, they had a lane closure set up for a smoke event down there in Chiefland, and somebody ran through the whole thing and ran over the guy. Oh my God! And uh, yeah, bad bad That's deal. Bad so uh, yeah, so we're heading down there to help them out today a little bit and, and uh, do a little family work. All right, yeah, we're sorry to hear about that. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Drive, drive careful. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. All right, All right. buddy. See yep. Uh-huh. Try, right, to have, try to have a good day. All right, let's take a quick break here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Be right back. Red, 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 Nick. So I got this idea. <laughs> I want to be famous. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to catch me a speck. <laughs> and you see all these solid steel ball bearings there? Uh-huh. I'm going to dump them right in there. Mm-hmm. And I'm positive I'm going to be in the record books forever. What could possibly go wrong? It's foolproof. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. That's exactly what Great happened. Plan. This Great song plan. This song was in the background when, when they yeah. orchestrated that. When I think of this song, and you know, they, they talk about, I, I, I think about the guy who was in the Ford Ranger when I was in Mississippi, and his buddy was in the 2500 Ford pushing him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Down <laughs> the back roads at 50 miles an hour. At least 50. I'm like, you got to be, I mean, I'm like, there, there's no way. <laughs> I, I can see him coming. I'm going, you know, he's not towing that. The a little Ford Ranger now, you know, in, in a big 2500. They're not even matched up. I mean, he's pushing the tailgate, and man, he's he's rolling. He's pushing there's there's a very thin line between courageous and stupid. <laughs> I got an idea. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's, Hold my beer. Don't hit a pothole. Yeah. Hey, you, know? you got a rope? Nope. Nope. That's all right. Get, get her done. <laughs> we don't, we don't, <laughs> we need, don't no need no stinky hey, rope. Hey, hey, Billy, just, let's just go like 10 miles an hour, all right? Let's just take it yeah. easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look hey, at him. Look hang at him. on, Bobby Joe. Yeah. Here we go. That's right. <laughs> and the guy in the back's like, yeah, sure, 10 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I could see the guy from 100 yards away up on the wheel of that Ranger, man. He was, the wheel was going back and forth. And man, he, I could tell him, tell him, I could see his eyes are all wide, you know. 
Man, he's just it rolling down the road. Man, I'm, I'm like, gonna oh, die. Lord. Red light. All <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, right. <laughs> oh man, you know because because there's an art to being towed with oh, a rope. One hundred percent. You can't. You know, you, you got to be on the brake. Yeah, the guy, yep, the guy, right. the guy in the back gotta controls be. the rope. Yeah, you got to be on the brake. Yeah, you know, and if and if you know, if you don't have a rope, go shoot the pooch. <laughs> you shoot the pooch. Oh goodness gracious! Uh, anyway, anyway uh, CNH Marine Construction. If you go to cnhmarine dot com, uh, man, the the stuff that they can build dock wise is absolutely beautiful. Uh, bulkheads, whatever they do it all at, at CNH Marine. So that 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 was good, Chris. I. I you, you you totally caught me off guard with with that, but yeah. So <laughs> if 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 folks, if you missed it, uh, there was a, a a guy who caught a crappie speck uh, in Kansas, and um, the old record was four point two, and his was four point six pounds, and uh, ended up having uh, lead balls. In his stomach, and they, 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 the the picture that I showed you guys. I mean, you, they, they, it looks like an X-ray. <laughs> yeah, ball bearings. Ball I mean, what, bearings what are thinking, in there. Man? Yeah. What are you thinking? Yeah. Oh my gosh, man. So, what I get, you know, just to be in the record books because it doesn't. That's need, the worst part. Yeah, yeah. Being the record I books mean, it really right. is. Yeah. It's like it's like I kind of I, I don't condone it, but I get it if it's for money, right? You know, I I understand. You ain't, you ain't cheating. You ain't trying. Yeah, but. Right. Yeah, thank you, Rich yeah. Petty. But, <laughs> right. uh, but I mean, you know, just to get an attaboy? Yeah. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. It's been going on for years, though. People uh. shooting deer at night to get in the record book. Oh, uh, dude. Now yeah. the high fences. Absolutely. I mean, there's all kind of people yeah. are always trying to. And by the way, I love those pictures. You know, a guy showed me, man, look what my buddy's wife shot. And it's just, just. It looks something stupid, you know, mm-hmm. giant. Her, she can't even get her hands around the horns, you know. And he's like, can you believe that? And I'm like, dude, that's a that's a high fence buck. He's like, what does that mean? I'm like, that's a, it's, 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 it's a captured deer. It's a captured deer. Yeah. Red, <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, to each his own. All right. Yeah. I, I mean, if that's, if that's what they want to go do, I, I get it, you know. Um, I'm just not going to do that. No, but but even I don't want to do you know it, I really it's, don't. it's even you know I obviously one of my best friends uh, James Schulte was a was a guide for a long time in in Texas you know and and now it was wide open fair game but you know you would take hunters and go okay you can shoot that buck you know what I mean so I no I, I if I want to shoot a buck but I will tell you this is it's it's funny about like our property where we are and I'm sure you're I get nervous shooting bucks because I want to make sure it's the right one. Yeah, you don't you, want to shoot any the young ones. Yeah, you don't. You, you want to shoot you, a mature you, you, one. You're trying. You're trying to. And, and and by the way, it's it's not that easy. You, you know what I mean? It's sometimes, um, you know, especially if if a buck comes out kind of sideways and all you catch is one side of the horns. I mean, I've almost shot a buck and him turn at me and not have another side. Yeah. I almost did that yeah. one year in yeah. Fargo. I mean, going back, shoot, shoot, probably 20 years ago. Yeah. Had a real nice buck walk out, and he turned his head, and, and I looked down. I'm like, wow, that's a nice one. And he turned his head and straightened out. I'm like, he's only got half a rack. <laughs> right. I'm like, I'm not going to shoot that. Where's the other half? Right. You know? Yeah. 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 I mean, there's... But I can remember, you know, Mark Hayward when he ran Cracker Swamp Preserve. Yeah. 
at the very end of the, his career there, I think um, the, the owner, for Key Scales, was like, hey, we need to get some rid of some of these does. And I remember he called me up one day and he goes, hey, we're going to take out some does. You want to come in and harvest a few does? I was like, yeah. Sure. But when you get there, you're like, you know, just a high fence. Right. There's no place for him to go. It just didn't I, feel right. Oh, I know. You know, it's like, man, darn, you know. I mean, it's like they're in a corral. Yeah. And I just. I, I, I understand what you're saying. I couldn't get into it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? it, it's um, so you kill a doe with your bow in the wild in Georgia, Florida. You, oh, I thought you were going to keep that rhyme going. Yeah. You kill a doe with, with your, your bow. bow. You've done something. And it's so I mean, outstanding. You've, yeah. You, you, you've done something. I mean, that that wild animal and is is completely different. That's what I did this year. After, yeah. I, you know, my neighbor ended up killing the trophy buck that I was after this year and to, to get my fix on, on – Killing something that was incredible to me, or right. you know, mm-hmm. that's what I did. I doe hunted. I picked a specific doe that I could tell a difference, uh-huh. and I bow hunted her. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't kill her either. <laughs> <laughs> that's hard yeah, though. I mean, alive. yeah, you know, taking a taking an animal with two sticks. Yeah, that's nothing easy about that. No, there's so many things that can go wrong. I mean, the clothing can get hung up in your string, your binoculars. Uh, a twig gets in the way. Um, you go to draw back, and your limb hits the the stand, I mean, I never did kill a doe with my bow this year. I didn't. And, I didn't and, either. And, and, I didn't and, kill anything and, this year. And here's the funny thing: I hunted my rear end off from when the weather got pretty. You know, from the end, very end of September un, until like th- three weeks in October when you really start buck hunting. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, I want to kill two two does. And there were times when I had, which it, 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 this doesn't work out to to your best. When I had ten deer. Within thirty yards of me, and I couldn't draw back. There was no way. Maybe I mean, they, they're 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 looking at you the whole time, and as soon as you twitch, oh, you're done. It, it's you know, and and where we are in in Georgia, middle middle South Georgia, there's not much wind, you know, and it's really hard to bow hunt with no wind and quiet. It's dead and quiet. quiet. That's what. Yeah, I mean, it's it's even. And you, you and I have talked about this because I shoot a, a whisker biscuit, mm-hmm. which Me is an arrow rest. And when you just gently, Shh. yeah, they come out of their skin. Oh, it blows you know? them away, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's they, so they much fun. They don't like that worth a I, darn. I, I had great sits, but I never, I never pulled the bow back. I couldn't. I couldn't move. You, you know? guys both shoot, shoot, still shoot whisker biscuits? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I Ever. thought that was over with 15 years ago. No, man. I like it because I, I I, hunt from a climber, and I get in some weird spots sometimes, and the trees aren't always perfectly straight. And, you you know, I'm a, I have to stand up. I'm just one of these people. I do, too. I can't sit down. I can't sit down and shoot a bow. And I'll stand up, and, I, you know, you got to turn a certain way. And, man, if you turn that bow just a little bit to, the, mm-hmm. to an angle, and that – that arrow falls off the rest. What do you do? Yeah, so and I've had that happen. It's before, interesting you should you know? ask that because uh, Whisker Biscuit came out with a new design, and and I looked at it and I'm like, man, that's that's really. Cool. So I I ordered one and I shot it for a year and absolutely hated it. I went back to my old one and love it. I I I love that old Whisker, whisker Biscuit. I mean, it. I'm like Kirk, you know. Now I don't stand up unless the deer's hard behind me or, or you know something like that but for the most part 
that's just another movement that that mm-hmm. you have to make. You know, well, sta- even that. standing up. You know, I mean, sit down. I, I find it I find it very easy to shoot my bow sitting down. So I have a drop away rest that the arrow can't come off of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen those. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm just not comfortable with that. But I've been very comfortable with shooting with whisker biscuit. You know. And you know, I a lot of what I learned from Larry. I mean, Larry Minyard's one that taught me how to bow hunt and got me into it. And then talking to Rick Stenson, you know. Rick has, has taught me a lot of things over the years and show me little stuff. Rick, Rick's kind of been my mentor. Yeah, and I mean, I, mean, I just took up bow hunting like when I first started shooting with, I, with a bow. I saw the I, level on my bow and I was like, I don't know what that means. Right. The, the level bow, I didn't, I didn't care. Yeah, right. And, and Rick was like, we really need to t- turn that bow up, you know, yeah. to make everything perfect. And it and and to to harvest an animal with a bow and have everything be perfect, whether it's the glove on your hand, your clothes, your vest is everything too yeah. far. You know, I wear small binoculars so I can see, you know, the way you lean over, the way you pull, you draw back, you know, get the peep sight just right. I mean, there's a lot going on, a lot of dynamics. Yeah. And, and then and you got a wild animal. Right. That that's leerier than. God wants you in there out. at all. Yeah. And you're in their bedroom. Yeah. And you're trying to get them. And I'm, I'm, I'm a 30 yard and in. Right. That's, if it's not. I'm the same way. If it's outside a, of 30 yards, I'm not taking a shot. And that's why the whisker biscuit works for you guys. Yep. Yeah. And I'm the same way, honestly. Like, I was just thinking about that while we were talking. I was like, you know, it wouldn't be a big issue for me to shoot a whisker biscuit either, other than the noise. Right. But um, the guys that are shooting, like Michael Waddell, he shoots 70, 80, 90 yards. I mean, kills I know. stuff. I mean. I can't do it. Me neither. I, I, it's because I won't put in the time to, to learn how True. to shoot. But I don't think you I, – if I remember correctly, and I – it's been a long time since I've shot a whisker biscuit, but the accuracy just wasn't there. Um, long distance, thirty yards. I would, I would, I would, I would think that outside. Yeah, that's going to it's going to put a drag ratio on the on the arrows that yeah. comes off the rest. Yeah. I, I would agree with that too, but I don't know. I just never, you know, we're how, we're, how, shoot, we're shooting at smaller animals here in Florida, yes. in South Georgia. Yeah, you know, now out west. When I was out west in South Dakota or Kentucky, those animals are bigger. Oh now, yeah, Pennsylvania. They're monsters. Yeah. Oh, I've, you know? I've, I've hit I've hit deer in the shoulder in in Kansas, and they're like, whatever, dude. They laugh at yeah, you. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. You know they whack, and it's just like it, you know they kind of <laughs> run off, and the, it, they're all you know. It's like really, you know, us for us, you sh- if if you've got that doe within twenty yards, you hit that shoulder, just and, and it's over. They fall down. Yeah, they fall yeah. down. I don't like looking for them. <laughs> no, exactly. No. no. All right, uh, let's take a break, and uh, when we come back, we'll have a ring power. Tip of the week. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Dimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Right now it's time for your Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Go to ringpower.com if uh, you need machines. And I definitely loaders. need a machine. That's what I need. Yeah, you know, uh, they, they, they got everything. I want at, one. At ringpower.com. I it, want one of those big dump trucks. They got those too. What the are the big, uh, big, D, DJBs? What are they, the, what are they called? Big, those big dump trucks? I don't know. Come on, Ricky. Oh, it, they're just called off-road dump trucks. Oh, well, that's what I want. Yeah, the, yeah. I the, want me an off-road dump truck. Yeah, where 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 the the tires bigger than you, Chris? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I want. Yeah, you, when that's you what, st- so <laughs> when we do the Christmas show, uh-huh. I expect to see a big red bow on one of them uh-huh. from you guys. Just just so you can drive it. 
No, no. Oh, oh, you, you. I want to drive it home. I want. <laughs> you can look. Put we'll, it in your driveway. Yeah, we'll just load my Cooper in the back, uh, right? In the bed, yeah, and, and then we'll go. That, that's true. You wouldn't even see the Cooper <laughs> in the would, back. Not at all. Not even <laughs> close. All right, so we have two events coming up um, next weekend, and I've been talking about this since heck, I don't know, uh, since October. Um, I, I, I have been so looking forward to this is the Florida International Antique Tackle Show is next next weekend. It starts on Friday, Thursday, Friday, um, and goes through the weekend. And, and we're going to be there live. It's at the Renaissance in the World Golf Village. Can't miss it. And it's going to be myself and um, that's me. <laughs> Scott, Scott Shake. Yeah. <laughs> Scott Shank. And, and, uh, and, and Captain Rich Gray because Kirk and Jeff will be fishing in the El Cheapo. So, the, the cool thing is, and we'll, we'll go more into detail about uh, uh, that show, and then the following weekend, we're going to be doing Breakfast with the Pig. We're going to be in Jack's Beach at the Bearded Pig, and they are serving up a special breakfast for us, Kirk, That's right? That's right. That's right. Uh, like cheese grits, I mean, all kinds of stuff. And they're going to be doing their normal menu on top of that. So... It's going to be a, 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 a fun two weeks here on, on the Outdoor Show, and that's your Ring Power Tip of the Week. So if if you have, let's just say, a lure, rod, reel, or something, Ricky, that, that you're like, you know what? My grandfather gave this to me, and it's kind of been sitting in the closet. I mean, mine personally is, is, is in my safe, you know, because I don't, I, I, I don't ever want something to happen to this. But I want to know, I, I want to know the history of it. It's, yeah. a, it's a bamboo rod, mm-hmm. you know, and it's uh, six pieces, and it's like 12 feet. I mean, it is it is absolutely beautiful. But I would love to know the history, of it, and, and that's why I'm excited about the show, because I'm going to take it in there, and, you know, they'll they'll have some of you. I, I'm sure everybody's watching Antique Roadshow. That's kind of what I'm picturing here, guys with, um, you know, big displays of old lures, rods, and reels, and then you could take yours in there. And they, you know, you, you can't sell it, but they'll let you know where it came from and what it's worth. Now, a couple things. It's $5 entry, all right? To get in. To get in. If you wanted to become a member of the Florida International uh, An- Antique Tackle Organization, it's $35. With your $5, they take that off your membership fee. So it's 30 bucks if, if you want to become a member. And the... Uh, um, Biggest reason for to become a member, obviously, you can have displays if, if you wanted to do that. But at the end of the show, they have an auction for members only. So if if you're a, a member, Ricky, and, and I walk in there with this bamboo rod, and, and you, let's just say that you say it's worth $500. And I'm like, wow, okay, who do I sell it to? Well, at the auction, you I, I could consign it to you. So it, you, as a member, could go to the auction and take my rod and, and sell it on consignment. So it's kind of kind of cool. Yeah. Looking looking forward to it. You have any old lures? No. No? No, but I know somebody that has some old marlin lures. Uh-huh. And I was just sitting here thinking about that when you were talking about it. It would be cool to get the history on these lures. Some of them are, uh, like, of high value, too. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, I mean, I, I want to say, like, 500 bucks for a a lure that's it's worth more now and not in use than it was new <laughs> right but uh are they still and, in the box no he's got them on the shelf um yeah just he's got several of them and he collects marlin lures it's, it's kind of a cool thing well i mean that's perfect for him yeah. i'm sure he's gonna go some of them are really old yeah yeah 
like like Ernest Hemingway old? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't know, but yes, I would say so. Kirk, they you look like it. I've got reels. I guarantee they're over fifty years old. Really? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I've got some old Flugers. Uh huh. Um, Orvis spinning reels. Right. I actually, have some Orvis spinning reels. Um, I've got some old um, ambassadors. Yep. Yep. I got like a couple old green ones. Mm-hmm. The old green ones. Yeah, I remember those with no no drags. Right, no drags. Your thumb was a drag. Yeah, you remember? So. The, you remember the old Mitchell spinning? Yeah, wheels? absolutely. Oh, yeah. Were they good? Oh, I don't know. They, they were terrible. They were terrible. Yeah, they're, 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 I think it was called a damn quick. A Mitchell, the damn quick is what was on the side because I always remember being like a. Now, eight, eight, nine years old, and, and I always thought that was like a bad cuss word. And I saw it on my grandfather's <laughs> reel. Now, when Garcia was with Mitchell, that were made in France, those were good spinning reels. I had a bunch of those, the three oh nines and three oh fives and three oh sixes and three oh ones. Those yep. were, those were the elite spinning reels in the sixties and the seventies. If you the, had one of those, the biggest reason that I never used spinning reels is because they didn't make a left-handed one. Oh yeah. You know the the reel yep. was always on 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 the left side. Yeah. You know, so you couldn't switch it over. I, I remember as a kid, we used to troll those things up and down. We would stick. We had a uh, uh, stump knocker boat, and mm-hmm. we would. My dad had PVC things sure. that he just screwed to the side with some kind of a you know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. And we used to troll four of them with a mirror lure up and down the banks of the intercoastal to catch trout and bluefish and whatever. I did. I just remember using those Mitchell reels. And I, so. We 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 did the same thing, but it was with gotcha plugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and it was always winter time, when whenever we would troll like that, and that's that's what we did. We never used bait. We would always troll those those. What they were called sea witches. That um, they weren't called gotcha plugs then. It, but it, it it's it's it, it's an actual gotcha plug now. Yeah. Um. Whatever something. Else. Anyway, and we did the same thing. Right. Yeah. We yeah. Did, did the same thing. Oh. It, it caught the heck out of the trout. Hey, speaking of things, events coming up, I looked up the NWTF yes. banquet for the Putnam County chapter. Yeah. It is 6 o'clock on Friday, March the 1st uh, at the East Palatka Oh, that's just, this is Friday coming up. Yep. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll check the schedule. Yeah. See, be a good time. See, yeah, absolutely. That, that, that would be fun. I, I, like I said, it's been, gosh, what, Kirk, several years. Since we went to an NWTF banquet, oh, it's which we been, just had. I mean, we never missed one. It's been at least five or six years. Yeah. 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 It's been a while. Before the pandemic. Yeah, that's true. Screwed everything up. And yeah. Everybody started acting all weird. You know? <laughs> Nobody wanted to get together as a They group. weren't acting weird before that? <laughs> yeah, but they but but that was explainable, you know. <laughs> okay. I still can't get over the fact that, you know, we went to my, my son, God bless him, for a Christmas present this year, he gave Kate and I a three-day um, stay in St. Simon's Island at the King and Prince. Wow. So that was our Christmas present. All expenses paid. Mm-hmm. I mean, he paid for our dinners. I mean, everything. Right. You know? And we had Front Beach, and it was nice. And we're walking around St. Simon's Island. Beautiful weather, beautiful days. There's still people walking around with masks on. I know. And, and I'm like, I, I, I guess if, you're, if your immunity's compromised, I guess I kind of get that. But sometimes I, I get the feeling sometimes that's not the case. It's like, why? I mean, it's beautiful I, I, out here. I mean, I s- still see people driving down the road with it on, you know? I'm, I mean, I was walking down the beach. I hated it. And it was windy. I mean, I, yeah. And it was blowing 15 to yeah. 20, and there was 10 people on the beach. And I told my wife, I said, I'm going to go was, for a walk. It was the weirdest time of our lives. It was just oh. yeah. 
I was still working Bizarre. at the power plant at, right. the, and at, the, at the very very beginning of COVID, and they mandated that we wear the masks. Nobody wore them. We would, They would catch us. They would get onto us. Like It was happening like regularly. A couple times a day, somebody would get onto me about not wearing that mask. I wasn't going to wear that. I, yeah, I hated it. Yeah, that was a, that was a, a very, very strange time. All right, let's, uh, let's take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. And uh, maybe when we come back, we'll take a look at the weather again. Take a look at the tides. Yep, there you go. And uh, we need to do a uh, Kirby Co. cooking tip of the week, too. What are, you, what are you cooking this week? I have no idea. Perfect. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have, to, we'll have to see what Tara pulled out of the <laughs> hat. You know? All right, we'll be right back. Welcome back. The Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter, Captain Ricky Purpore in the house, Captain Kirk Waltz, and always Mr. Chris Wayne. Chris, you, you got to have a cool name like, you know, because you, you, you know, we got Captain in front of our name. Right. You know? I mean, Just you, call you, me the boss. Or Lieutenant or something. No, no. Lieutenant the boss. Dan. Oh, the, the boss. boss. The boss. Matter of fact, don't even call me Chris Wayne. Don't, no. Just, just, I'm like, I'm like Cher now. Oh, or Bono. Share. Yeah, share? I'm just one word. One word name. That's it. Share. Just call me boss. You shouldn't have said that. Boss. I'm sure if Jeff- I could turn back time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Boss. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> that, that was that was. Oh, uh, you just ruined fair. my image of share. You know, so we have a new. I just sp- made we, my own stomach Yeah, We, we have a, a new sponsor uh, that, that started this month. Uh, SpreadOaksHunting.com, and, and, and Mr. Ed is hanging on, and he just heard you sing Cher. Hi, Ed. How you doing? <laughs> hey, I'm good, Cher. How are you? Oh, love to hear I, from hey. you. <clears throat> hey, I got this weird image. I'm, th- I'm thinking of transvestite. <laughs> yeah, that's, You're freaking uh, me out, man. Come on. The yeah, boss. Not a pretty look. Yeah, hey, he- well, what about sponsoring here? This is crazy. <laughs> That's Chris for you. Chris in a skirt. No, that's not going to go over. Yeah, no. The boss. Oh, good morning, Ed. Uh, we're going we're to stick with the boss, not share, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. We're not going to let that one go. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we're hanging on to that, yeah, that, that thought that, for a while. Just call me share. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I, I didn't get that. But mm. Ed, how are you, buddy? Hey, I'm doing great, guys. Uh, how's it going? Uh, we got some great spring weather, isn't it? This is beautiful. Oh, it's uh, this this week was. Uh, I, I have a place up in in middle southern Georgia, near near Douglas, and um, it was just spectacular. Oh my gosh, it's been it's been fantastic. Um, so you're you're a little south of us, and I, I want to talk to you. Uh, obviously, uh, you guys offer all kinds of hunts, um, yeah. but Specifically, this time of year, we, we we've got turkey season coming up. Um, yes, you're, uh, my my birds haven't been doing much. They're still kind of grouped up and in bachelor groups. Uh, are you are you seeing the same thing at Spread Oaks? You know, we're uh, we're out every day. You know, we yep. we we got a we got a little over a month left of quail and the, the quails quail and pheasant. The chucker have been amazing, but I'll tell you, <clears throat> the turkey this year. You know, we've been uh, heavy the last few years on predation you know taking those varmints out to protect our bird population of of uh, you know quail turkey um and we have you're not gonna believe this guys we've got 
three different major flocks with 60 plus birds in them walking around. Uh, it's just been mind blowing. We had, uh, we watched, uh, two days ago, uh, a group of six gobblers with, I'm talking, I'm talking ropes coming out, right? dragging, dragging on the ground, uh, just parading around, you know, 25 yards in front of us. And we're looking at this and it's the best, uh, amount of, I mean, we've always had a great turkey population, but uh, we're hitting the predation so hard, they have just multiplied. <clears throat> and we've had, <clears throat> we've done a lot of studying on, on birds and, and how do we, how do we get our birds to the best? And, and we've got a unique approach. You know, we run a, an active cattle ranch yep. and we do um, rotational grazing and, you know, we don't use any pesticides or herbicides. And so we're moving those cattle and, you know, the larvae and those, and the, those cow pies, yep. um, these, these birds are gobbling up. And then we also, we run those cattle in and through the forest. Um, and, and here's a, here's an advantage. And I learned this from a turkey biologist a few years ago. <clears throat> and a lot of folks will go in there and they'll run a mulch or partway into the, into the forest. So those birds, when that, when that turkey, the best thing about you, if you want to get real with turkeys, you want to get down uh, basically on your hands and knees about uh, like a bird's bird's eye view, literally, mm -hmm. uh, turkey eye view. And you want to look. If that bird can sit in the forest and look out at a clearing or a pasture or a, or an intersection of two, you know, farm roads on the ranch there that we have, if he can see clearly and see that there's no predators out there, um your 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 turkey population is just going to advance. And mm -hmm. when I first talked to a turkey biologist and heard that it was such a simple thing, um, and we decided to try it. And, and instead of mulching, running a mulcher out there, um, which, you know, tends to damage, you know, the net, the, the nest of those birds. Sure. <clears throat> we, you know, we run cattle because the cattle won't step up toward into a palmetto and places where they're nesting. And so it's really, it's paid off a hundredfold. Never so, thought of the cattle. That's pretty I'll cool. I'll tell you what, you know, the pot, it's just crazy. And, and, and like I said, you know, these birds are getting fed off those, those cow pies and love yeah. in there. And it's just, it's symbiotic. And that's what we're trying to do at the ranch. And, uh, that's, you know, we, we're flourishing with, with all, you know, both species of birds and having a heck of a heck of a season. But, uh, yeah, we, love to get you guys out there tour around show you some of the things we're doing oh, it's a little I, bit different yeah yeah and, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm definitely you know, definitely coming out soon they're they're already talking so they're starting to to break up a little bit mm -hmm. and uh we're starting to see them you know have, take a little more interest in the <clears throat> in the hens and um and uh we're getting up early and we're listening and they're they're starting to chatter and uh it's a you know you know what that is oh, yeah. it's just an exciting time of season when it you is. start to hear them, and, and uh, you, you just kind of feel the energy uh, coming through the forest. And how long will you guys run uh, quail trips? You know, we're six months, so we start for October 1, we end at end of the end of March. Okay. And, um, yeah, it's been, you know, we've got, we've got an incredible string of dogs and, a, and great guides, and just, uh, it's it, that's been phenomenal, too, and yeah, we've got a, a, the uniqueness because of what we're doing, you know, with uh, our whole habitat system is we've got a lot of uh, wild birds. So 
it's one of the few places where you could actually have a commercial hunt and have uh uh get a shot at some wild birds and boy they've got they've got some rockets we plant habitat you know most Mm -hmm. uh most of the plantations have given up on on planting habitat and they just they'll they'll run broom sage and then they'll just uh, throw seed out there and feed the birds right yep and that's a great way if you're if you're putting birds out and you just you know you just want to you know, shoot birds mm-hmm. uh, and keep it simple and, and not really, you know, struggle too much. That's the way to do it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I, I go to, you know, other friends' places and hunt and, you know, it's a fine hunt. But what we've tried to do is we've we've actually spent a lot of time planning uh, both cover and, uh, and food. Um, you know, wildlife habitation is pretty simple, right? If you give them food, water, and cover, and keep the predation down, yep. you, can have, you can have good population, whether it, it, it's deer, it, it turkey, is, or quail. It, it is simple, but it's a lot of work. And it's fun it's work. I, work. I enjoy it, you know, but it, it is, it, it, it's, yeah. it's every day, but it's fun. Yeah. And we're planting, uh, so like we're, we're getting red right now, we just got our seed order in, and, uh, you know, we're plant, uh, we'll be, pl- you know, we plant sorghum, we plant mm-hmm. uh, Egyptian wheat, um, we uh we we plant a whole bunch of stuff. In fact, there's a there's there's a quail for the state of Georgia. There's a gal who's got her PhD in quail, and two two gals that have their masters in quail. I never had a, I don't know, I was a dummy in college. I never knew I could get a degree in quail or, or <laughs> anything like that. And uh, these yeah. gals have come out and uh, and helped us, you know, figure out how to plant and what to plant and. and you know, get that going. So it's a fun, it's a fun hunt because you're you're walking mm-hmm. through stuff that's uh, that's planted, not just the, your regular stuff. But hey, on the turkeys, you know, yes. we've got about four and a half miles of river frontage on the St. Mary's River, which is spectacular. It's old forest, you know. Yep. And those turkeys get up in there and uh, and they're they're roosting in there, and then they're coming down, literally flying down where <clears throat> we have all this feed and cover for the quail. Sure. Know? They're coming in there, strutting and eating, and just having the time of their life. Do you do you have some turkey hunts still available? We got a few left, yeah. And okay. So uh, you know, on our website, uh, Spread Oak Hunting, you know, guys can come in and, and get them booked up, and um, you know, we've got fabulous overnight accommodations. Yeah, so yeah, want, I've, I've, I've seen the accommodations better. online. It looks it looks awesome. Yeah. So you know, because you want to, you know, we, we you know we we like to be uh, we we can do anything. <clears throat> the hunter wants we can set you up and, and get you kind of parked in and uh, you know we're we get a bird or you know but we've got what we call some gunslingers you know we got guys that are uh like to get out to listen mm-hmm. and it's my favorite hunt is uh get up you know about four thirty, get out there with a little coffee and just listen you know five thirty, quarter six they start talking and then uh uh, and, and we call run and gun, you know, so we're going to sure. go down and we're going to set up where we're hearing. Uh, and you've got to be a, you know, halfway decent caller. Uh, and you start calling them in and, uh, uh, but mo- got to be mobile and agile. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we love, so, we so love you're not, you're not putting people on ground blinds in the middle of a field. Yeah. I mean, we have that sometimes, <laughs> right. you know, especially <laughs> some, for a some, father's son. Yep. That's right. want to get, yep. You want to get your twelve-year-old, yep. you know, shot at a bird. We have all that, but you know, for that for that dedicated guy that's uh, coming out and and wants you know wants to aggressively hunt them, 
uh, we do that, and uh, those are fun because yes. we, we got you know we got a lot of birds. We got a couple thousand acres you can run on, and uh, and and like I said, we got some we got some rope slingers this year that are just magnificent birds. Uh, I've got one mounted my my home from two years back. That's uh, spectacular. But yeah, that's love. Good. Uh, love to get that we got a few left so but we'd love to get y'all out and take a peek and oh i'm going to your, yeah i'll i'll i'll, your, I'll get in touch with you there. here in the next couple of weeks and because uh, i'm i can actually go right by you uh when i'm going to my place in georgia so i'll yeah. I'll, I'll get in touch but we've got to take a break ed uh, thank you so much for calling in and and uh letting us know all about spread oaks hunting hey thanks guys have a great day and look forward to seeing y'all soon yeah man see you we'll be right back bye-bye Mr. Ed from SpreadOaksHunting.com, if uh, you want to do a turkey hunt, I mean, just go to their website and look at the accommodations and stuff that they right. have. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's absolutely amazing. All right, quick break here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Speaking of Duck Duck Rooter, you got any problems? You know, septic services, plumbing, whatever. Well. You hit well. If you have a well problem. Well, yeah. I've had, the, so so they've had to, uh, I had a main break from from my water line, uh, which was which was really bad. If I had been out of town, that, that could have gotten like... Mm. Really ugly. Thank goodness uh, they, I, I was able to shut the water off, and uh, they they came out and took care of it. But the other one was my sump pump going out. You know, if you if you if you have a, a drain field, if you have a septic, you the sump pump's going to go out at some point in time. I mean, Absolutely. it's just and it is it is no fun. So anyway, uh, eight six. By the way, nine zero four. You got to dial nine zero four now. Yeah, eight six two six seven six nine for Duck Duck Rooter. Uh, you got some tides, Captain Kirk? I do. Brought to you by Angie Sub, the finest sub shop in the city of Jacksonville, even out at the airport Airport. Now. Can't beat them. Use factory, uh, you know, just, just like a machine, man. They just produce such good food. Use bakery fresh bread. And girls, you don't have to get a sandwich. If you want to go there and get a good salad, awesome place. Anyway, you had a high tide at 8.43 a.m. this morning. It peaked out at around a 4.4. We're on a full moon today and a low tide at 2.37 this afternoon. So it should be a beautiful day. Not not a heavy-duty tide, but you know when that tide turns on this moon, it's going to scream. Yeah. Uh, just a reminder also, the weather's always brought to you by the Bearded Pig, and we will be at the Bearded Pig in Jack's Beach. Saturday after next. Yep, Saturday after next, which is the, the ninth. So come come see us. It's, come one, uh, come all. Yeah. They're going to yeah, actually have yeah. some breakfast food for us yeah. there too. Right. <laughs> Rest of today, west winds 10 to 15, uh, just going to be a beautiful inshore day. You know, I mean, a beautiful day. To, what else is there to do? Yeah. Yeah? I mean, there's no football. <laughs> exactly. No football. Yeah. West winds tonight, uh, 15 to 20, becoming northwest after midnight, seas 2 to 4. Uh, tomorrow, really another good forecast. I mean, north winds 10 to 15 if you want to uh, if you want to fish inshore. And then it's just. It's, it, it says north 10 to 15, but it's going to back off all day and go northeast at 5. I love a day like tomorrow. It's yeah. going to be pretty tomorrow. It's kind of the opposite of the sucker day. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Northwest at 15 to 20. Yeah, but uh, here's Captain Ricky Purpore's forecast for Monday. Uh, southeast winds around 5 knots. 
Um, increasing 5 to 10 in the afternoon, but that doesn't make any difference. Southeast, you're coming home with it, even if it's 10 knots. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and two feet with a dominant period of 10 seconds. That's a pretty day. It Just is. hoping for that clear water. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. So heard some real funky reports this week too about the bottom conditions from some folks that dove out there said it was really nasty on the bottom offshore. Really? Um, yeah. I know Dennis Young went out, talked to Steve, and they all fished around MR. Went up to the Amberjack Hole. Um, said it was tough bottom fishing. Tough, you know, on the party ground stuff. Um, huh. So they're trying to catch sea bass. I mean, that's what I'm yeah. assuming. Yeah, sea bass, vermilions. Um, Water was kind of dirty on the bottom. The diver said some of the spots, you know, anywhere from 7 to 20 foot of visibility, which mm-hmm. tells me once you drop down, if you've de- dove before, you get to that couple feet off the bottom, it looks like it's almost like ditch water on the bottom. It's weird. It's got all kind of grass and particles in it and stuff, and I don't think it, the fish like that a whole lot. Is it, is it a thermocline? I think it's just cold water. Okay, yeah. Cold, right. and we still have a lot of dredging out of the St. John's River. You still got two dredge. Dredge lines up in there. Um, you know, we were in St. Simon's for a couple of days this week, and there was a dredge uh, working on the uh, the channel coming out of San Andrew Sound, you know, right out of Brunswick. So there's a lot of that going on. I think that stirs up the bottom conditions a lot. And then look at all the wind that we've had. Oh, yeah. I, know. I mean, golly, that, that adds to it. So Yeah, it is, you know, obviously El Nino. You know, if you looked at the weather pattern, mm-hmm. um, and, and they talked about the southeast, especially like the, the, the latter part of Georgia down to Florida. They predicted a cold winter, spring, mm-hmm. rainy, windy, and that's about what it's been. I mean, it, it's there, yeah. there's been spot on. I, I, yeah, I mean, uh, Ricky, you make your living the, the, this time of year running Wahoo trips and stuff like that. And I mean, days are few and far between to, to be able to get offshore. It, it's honestly like two days a month. Yeah, two days a month. And and I fish in a thirty-one foot center console, so the bigger boats can get out more than that. But for me, you know, it's that's it's it's been a really rough year. Even the summer months, you know, it seems like the whole entire year has just been bumpy water, abnormally rough. Yeah, Yeah, it's been bumpy. So again, we we, we've talked about this before. Probably, if if you would have asked me ten years ago, what is my favorite month to fish? I'd have told you April, mm-hmm. because there's so many things to do in April. Whether it be, you know, throw topwater plugs for for big trout, cobia fishing. You know, we would we would fish for the big oversized reds on on the bait pods. Kirk and I, man, we double. I mean, we ran that beach all the time, and and, and it was it was the most fun month. And I I mean in in, in the last. Five years, I've probably fished a total of 20 days in April. Mm-hmm. A total. Because mm-hmm. it's just been blowing every day. Yeah. I mean, you look at the forecast, it's southeast, 10 to 15 to 20, and it's 4 to 5. I mean, you can't take people out there in a bay boat in that. Yeah, you know? our, our our April's been our March, you know. That, I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, usually March but, is a windy month, but, but, but it's been but, in our April. But April was always your gauge, honestly, mm-hmm. Of, of of a good year, in, in charter business-wise, you mm-hmm. know, of, of a good year or a great year or even a bad year. And, hell, we haven't, we, we haven't had any Aprils. I mean, we can inshore fish, and that's what we do, you know, just to, if people want to go do that. But a lot of people who charter me, mm-hmm. you know, they want to go cobia fishing or they want to go flounder fishing offshore, you know, something like that. And if you can't, if you can't get out there, you can't do it, you know. Yeah. I mean, it makes it difficult. God, the, the, those those pokey pods in April when that water was 68, 69 degrees, 
they would be so full of fish. It was it was incredible. Yeah. I mean, we would catch twenty to thirty reds a day, you know, and the smallest one would be forty inches. Yeah, yeah, it was it was amazing, and uh, we just don't we don't see that anymore. I, I I don't know why. I've tried it multiple times in the last five six years and not had had zero success. Can, can maybe catch a shark. Sharks, yes, yeah, catch sharks. But you know, no, nothing else. But but never never a big a big bull red. Isn't that weird? How we went through that that pattern where they that you know for years. Years, yeah. I mean, you could do it out of Mayport. I remember, yeah. you know, and I remember even times, you know, when we would have like October, you know, pogey pods still pushing up from the south, going north, and those reds would be all in them, and nobody was messing with nobody. Them. And I mean, I remember one time you filmed a show with Terry, I did. and I, I called you up and I said, Kevin, you need to go down to the beach, and he's like, Why? And I said, These bull reds are. All in these bait pods. Yeah, I was, I, as a matter of fact, I think I had my 24 yellowfin at the time, which was a very fast boat. And it was a November day, and we launched out of St. Augustine, uh, Roger and I and Carrie. Yeah, you were going to meet me yeah, in I the was middle. Gonna, yeah, I was going to meet you in the middle, and I found a bait pod right there at the gate station. And there were so many redfish in there, it was ridiculous. And I was, shoot, I was eight miles to the north yeah to the north uh, d- down there near the red tops near the Ponte Vedra club just wearing them out i'm <laughs> like golly man they're just they're, they're just thick in here thick yep. as thieves yeah and that it, having pogies on the beach you know just things that you just don't think about yeah. you know in november um that was bef- before property i just hope we never <laughs> yeah i hope we never see another year like the bait situation in 2020 that that was that was the terrible. most stressful I mean, year tough. ever of uh, i mean to have to launch at 5 a.m not get up launch at 5 a.m spend two hours in the ditch trying catch to catch trying to catch enough i mean i literally i can remember leaving the inlet with five baits oh yeah you know yeah, and, and and I remember charter boat captains turning around, taking their guests home because they couldn't catch back. I did that. Yeah, I did that. I mean, you know, hey guys, I, I mean, we could go drop some squid on the bottom or something, you know. But if you want to kingfish or whatever, we're you know, I mean, the, at, what we did is we went and saw our good buddy Brian Dufek with Shimano. And got a bunch of lures from him. Yeah. We were like, dude, would this work? And he's like, yeah, this will work. That's what we were going to do the next year if it was that way again. So, all right, let's take a quick break. Our last break here on the Nimdick Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Brought to you by Duck Duck Root. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Nimdick Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. And I, I, a question for you guys. So... Whenever you go into, I, some, sometimes like a, a Lowe's or something like that, and people have their dogs with them. Do you like that? I saw it yesterday. I was That doesn't bother me in a Lowe's. I, I can't stand it. I, I like it. I can't stand I, it. You know, but by, by the I, way, I, don't. I, I couldn't do it with my dog. Yeah. You know, because she's just too much on top of you. Because I, I was just on the Standard Feed and Seed, uh, their, their, their website, and it says we are pet friendly, um, you know. So you know, if you want to have your dog on the leash, and it, it, I feel like a different vibe in the in a feed store, it wouldn't yeah, bother it, me. Yeah, at all. The feed there's store. a difference yeah. though yeah, between a behaved, yeah, and so a, a well behaved uh, dog and an unbehaved dog. That, you know, that I have a problem. You, you know with. where? Um, because uh, Carrie had to go in coming home the other day. She had to go into Marshalls and, and buy new bed sheets, right? So there was a Dick Sporting Goods. Right next door. Well, where am I going to go? You know, I'm just going to go see what's on sale. There was like three or four people in there with their dogs. Yeah. 
You know, I, I thought it was kind of cool. You know? See, okay. their dogs are well behaved. You know, that's one thing if the dogs behave, but yeah. if, yeah. It's a, if it's a wild dog, I don't, <laughs> well, I'm not a big fan. If you got, they're not going to yeah. take pit bulls in there. All right, if you, if you got, <laughs> hey, you'd be surprised. Though. Hey, no, uh, pit bulls go, are great. Okay, uh, but you know, if it's a service dog, I am 100 percent for service of dog. Course, number one, yes. Uh, number two, I, I I understand if if you happen to be you know just out and your dog is in the car instead of leaving the dog in the car, you bring him in. Okay, I get yeah. that, mm-hmm. but I cannot stand seeing people bringing their little foo foo whatever those things are, little teacup poodles or whatever and packing them in their little bags or putting them in the cart where the eggs and the bread are supposed right, to go. Right. What oh my gosh, leave that <laughs> little rat at home. So, I just got a text from Frank with with standard feed and seed. He said <laughs> He said he said they've had goats and raccoons in the store on leashes. Now see, now I that I'm told <laughs> I'm totally cool with it. A totally raccoon, cool with that. If you can leash and collar a yeah. raccoon, <laughs> you're yeah. a man. Yes. You t- yeah, you take him anywhere you that's want. That's a tame animal yeah. there. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh, that's funny. Yes. Yeah. And I'm going to walk Let me up tell and you, shake his I, hands. I, I, I'm, if, I see a, if I see a raccoon coming at me on a leash, I'm going in the other aisle. I'm sorry. That is, that is, <laughs> that is one animal that just, that they don't back down. No, they don't. You know, no, I, 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 they I, don't. I'll, I'll tell you just, just, just one real quick story. Uh, two years ago, hunting rut. Um, a, a doe came in with a fawn buck, a button buck. Okay. And, and he's feeling things that he ain't never felt. Right. <laughs> and, and, and so he's chasing the squirrels around, oh, you know, oh, and, 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 and another doe came in and he chased, you know, he's feeling all of this and, and, and this bull raccoon comes in. Oh, right. <laughs> and he goes over there like, like, and this bull raccoon stood up on his hind feet. And, and, and he's standing there like like he's going to box him. Yep. You know. Yeah. And 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 that that, that little buck said, Oof, well, I'm not I'm not messing with that." And let me tell you that 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 coon would have eaten yes. him. That was yeah. a good choice on his. <laughs> yes, yeah. it was because he was just having the time of his life. Oh, they'll tear you up, man. Oh, that raccoon, that that big, you know, that fifteen. We had a bull raccoon. We used yeah. to have a blue fronted Amazonian parrot. It was okay. A, it was a big bird, and we had. Kirk! Oh yeah. <laughs> And I, I like this. Every once in a while, the bird was noisy. It talked all day long. Right. You know, it barked like a dog. It ring like the phone. It was just annoying. And every once in a while, Kate go put him out on the back deck. So right. I'd take him back there and put him on the back deck. And one night we left him out. Oh no! Oh, oh no! Oh no! And about eleven o'clock at night, <laughs> we're all we're all sleeping over here. <laughs> And Kate goes, Kate, because you hear that noise. I go, what noise? She goes, something's outside fighting. And I went, uh-oh. Uh-oh. row. So I go out the back door, and this raccoon has got his arm in that cage <laughs> and is having hand-to-hand combat with that parrot, and that parrot was tearing that coon up. Wow. But that coon wanted that right. bird yeah. bad. And he'd already pulled a couple feathers out. Oh, yeah. But that coon, his arms all tore up. All bleeding all over Looked the like place. Looked like you ran into a gannet. <laughs> <laughs> Looked like you ran into a big gannet. It was ugly. And I felt so bad, you know. Oh, God. Yeah, you felt bad. I felt bad for the coon. Yeah, I felt bad for the coon. Oh, my gosh. That parrot tore that coon up, man. Boy, I bet that parrot had some things to say to you, didn't it? Uh, yeah. That parrot never forgave me for that. Thanks, Kirk. Yeah. yeah. Don't take me outside. Yeah. 
Strangle me, strangle me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do remember that bird. That bird was loud. It I was mean, terrible you, loud. You we like, finally gave it away to a door. And you hear all you hear is that bird back there. I'm like, ain't no way I can handle that. God, it was annoying. We had that bird for 20 years. Did uh, you really? Wow. Yep. yep. Finally gave it away to a pet sanctuary in Middleburg. She was raising parrots. You're like, here, you want this bird? Yeah, here, here you go. <laughs> Take them. Take them. You know? mm. I remember friends of mine had one that would tell you to come in. Somebody knocked on the door, the bird would just say, come in. Yeah. And you thought that somebody was telling you to come in. Oh, there would be nobody oh. home. And oh. This bird would ring <laughs> wow. like a phone. This bird, my, brum, brum. My, my, my brother had one when he went to school at, my, at, at Gainesville. And it would hang out in the kitchen. And I remember going in, I didn't know anything about the bird, but I went in there to the kitchen and I, we had a long night, you know, and I was looking for some water. I'm very thirsty. And I, so, so I'm going, are you hungry? <laughs> uh, I'm looking around. I'm like, what oh, the hell? I had way too much to drink, you know? It's weird how they sound around, like a hungry? human, you yeah, know? And, and it, was, it was that bird. He, that's what he learned how to say, are you hungry? <laughs> that was whew, yep. bad. Water tasted good. crazy. Crazy. <laughs> I guess we should do a Kirby Co. cooking tip real quick before we lose the. Yeah, that's that's a that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, but this I, is, look, this yeah. this perfect. This is a this is a Kevin tip if I ever saw one. Yeah, it is a Kevin tip. Well, we were you know we did the chicken thing, and I then I had the, the chicken thing. The snide comment was, "Well, is that one long enough?" And I said, "Well, how about this one? How right. about bread?" Right. And then I actually <laughs> took a bowl of dog food and put it on the table too, and took a picture of it and said, "How about this?" <laughs> yeah, dog food. We do you you, you have a recommendation for dog food because they have right. a lot of stuff at standard feed and seed. Uh, blue buffalo is a good one. Oh, blue mm-hmm. buffalo. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So what is our royal canin? Kirby so cooking tip of the Kirby week. cooking tip this week is Dave's killer bread. You know, we've kind of gone into a non-GMO, uh, you know, trying to eat organic, you know, right. Carry, staying away it, from it's, This is a, a whole grain sprouted bread. It's good stuff. And and that's this is right up Carrie's alley. This yeah. is the, the, the stuff she likes. Actually, Dave makes a, a variety of different products, including the sprouted bread. He does a whole grain wheat bread. He does a white bread. Um, I like that guy, Dave. Yeah, and then he does bagels too. So, you know, try it out, folks. You're looking for a, a healthier choice. What's your What's your favorite way? I toast it. Toast. Toast it with. Oh yeah. Do you put anything on it? A little bit of butter. Okay. She. she Carrie. Carrie will spread avocado on it. Mm, yeah, that's a good avocado toast. It's really, really good. Yeah. I, I I enjoy that. So, so get, anyway. kind, of, kind of get your protein. And, There's your Kirby Co cooking tip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if you And if you don't know Simple where to find food. Dave's bread, it's the, he's the hippie on the on the. You know, printed the picture. It's on the wrapper. Yeah, yeah. He looks like a total hippie, yeah. total deadhead. Yeah. Is yeah. it is it in the the bread section or is yeah. it the cooler section? No, you can find it in the bread section. Okay, yeah. We get it Whole Foods. The one that Carrie eats is his uh, Fresh Market. Publix has it. Right. Uh, yeah, everybody's got it. I think everybody. Even got Walmart it. has it. Yeah. Yep, Walmart has it too. That's for sure. All right. Just a reminder. The Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter, also has some other fine sponsors: Advanced Marine, Angie Subs. Aqua Traction, Atlantic Coast Marine, CNH Marine Construction Coastal Equipment, Consignment Boat Sales, CSS Fireplaces and Outdoor Living, Hagen Coastal Outfielders, LV Hires Inc., Ring Power, Standard Feed and Seed, where you can find raccoons on a dog and leash. Goats. Yeah, and, and goats. And yeah. goats. Yeah, Strike Zone. Goat Yoga. <laughs> They've been eating Cooling, <laughs> Wayland Bay, Randy Marion Cadillac, Kirby Co. Builders, Shimano, Wild West, Guns and Gold. 
And spread oak. And, and spread oak. Mm-hmm. Yes, we got to get them on there. Ed, thanks for calling. That was uh, that was. And folks, if you're interested in a turkey hunt, they have some available at spreadoakhunting.com. For for uh, share. Yeah. No, it's boss. <laughs> and the rest of the band, boss. Captain Ricky boss. Kirk Wallace. I'm Captain Kevin Favor. Remember, anything you do in the outdoors, always have a always think safety first. See you. See you. See ya. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>